He takes pictures when we put things in our mouths. <laughs> I did that once, yeah. Well, I mean, now I know what we're going to sell on the website. But okay, yes, go. Hello and welcome to Achievement Hunting 101, the podcast that brings the flavor. I'm Kenny, but you can call me Sir Daddy Foofkins. With me are the most outstanding gentlemen with mics that I could find on short notice. Very short notice. They are the Mystical Moose, the Rad Rocker, and the Electrostatic L. What the f- Oh, I thought you were going to pause. How did he do that? You are the worst Jaguar I've ever heard. That was a good show on HBO, the Jaguar. <laughs> good one. Jaguar? Yeah. Yeah, Jaguar. Jaguar. It's a yeah. good one. Mm-hmm. What else? It's like it a be? cat court. Jaguar. Right? <laughs> Sounds yeah. like an old. And like Zutakun, you had the Mexican Jaguar. <laughs> oh, you don't know Jag? Jaguar. You don't know Jaguar. <laughs> this is what happens when you don't give me my own introduction. How do you it? say it? I'm going rogue. Yeah, this is what happens I'm going when you rogue, your own or this would is say totally rouge. different than your normal L. This is what happens. <laughs> going rouge. Rouge trip. How rouge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Right. What is this intro? Guys been? Oh. How is your week? What is this? This is going to be the show's opening. Oh. oh, that's a nice cup there. You done Kush. now? Is that your cup of the week there, Kush? The mug of the week? <laughs> There it is. Gonna play some RuneScape there. I'm gonna go play some RuneScape. Play some magic. Should totally do it. How how rouge. Double box, <laughs> my, my girl. What's the matter, Corey? I'm dandy. <laughs> if this was a live podcast, this... you guys could just see his look of disappointment. <laughs> he's not mad. He he's disappointed. <laughs> he is completely uh... reconsidering doing this. I'm just day is young. Rouge. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving on. Unless you guys got any more other silly things to say, let's get into the game showcase. Let's start with Nate. What game would you what like a to surprise. bring? Oh. Nate. <laughs> Nate. <laughs> it's been it's been brungin'. Um so I like to do a thing uh on the weekends every now and then called free play weekend and that's where i get major nelson to tell me what mm-hmm. games are free and then i try to see if that's going to be a good game for me or not and this week or last week was going under and some sports game i think but i wasn't interested in that or maybe it was gears i don't know <laughs> uh but going wow under, wow I think it was motocross i don't remember what it was but are you allowed to talk about this i game? have gears yeah, going is this some sort of dirty visual novel? No, absolutely okay. not. All right. What? This game is called <laughs> Going Under. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and it's the publisher's oh. <laughs> Team 17 software. So that, to me, oh, like um, makes me very interested in this game. Yeah. I like Team 17 software's uh, published games. And uh, I went ahead and I, I put a you know price tracker on this one because I you know it's the same guys that do Moving Out and the same publisher as Moving Out and Yoku's Island and Golf with Your Friends and Neon Abyss all these really cool and my time at fun games 
I like to see if I can complete the game without paying for it uh, over the weekend. Smart. Yeah. Uh, the problem being that this weekend was a UFC weekend, so I basically put no time in on Saturday. So I started a little bit early on Thursday, put some time in on Friday, Sunday, and Monday morning. Um, going under is a roguelite dungeon crawler, and you are an intern and you're working at a drink company called Fizzy or Fizzly or something like that. Not quite sure. I forget that part. Fizzy. Fizzy. Yeah, I'm getting it confused with Sunset Overdrive, I think. Um, Fisco. And you're, uh, <laughs> you're basically just, um, you're this unpaid intern, and your boss just keeps telling you to do this dangerous thing of going down into the basement and fighting monsters. So there's three different dungeons that you go into. Um, each one has four levels where the first three levels are just multi-room kind of random generated. Uh, and then the fourth level is a store followed by a boss fight. So you can, you know, maybe if you have enough money, you can buy some health, uh, you can buy some last minute upgrades and then run into the dungeon and do a boss fight. This game starts you out with, I think like three hearts, but there is an accessibility mode, uh, or an easy mode that you can, uh, turn on that's right next to each game save there's like a little toggle button that i didn't see the first time i went through uh but as i was playing a little bit more i was like what is that thing and sure enough you can add like eight hearts or something so i think you have like 10 total hearts right off the bat um and you can make other things better like uh, weapon durability is greatly increased so that your weapons don't break which is a stupid game mechanic that no one should ever use <laughs> um then you also have uh I think it gives you the ability to do more damage, gives you better uh, or longer invulnerability out of a roll, things like that. Basically, turn them all on uh, if you're going to do this. It just makes the game more fun and less frustrating. You then run the, around and you know you just keep going these dungeons over and over and over again. You eventually get different mentors at work, and the mentors will um, give you different bonuses. You can only have one active at a time, and then you pick up skills in these dungeons, or you can buy them uh, from the you know, the main store area in the lobby. And once you buy that skill, it's kind of permanently added, but to the pool of random skills that you can find in a dungeon. So you don't have them as soon as you buy them. You just have access to them to be randomly drawn while you're down there opening chests and going to stores and things like that. As you use them, you build up experience in them and they get um, to the point where once they get 100% experience, you can choose to equip one skill. So every time you start uh, mm -hmm. your runs, you can start with the skill of your choosing. Um, now, that's going to be helpful because some of the achievements or some of the challenges you're trying to do are much easier with a particular skill. Uh, and that way you don't have to just, you know, am I going to be lucky enough to get that skill in this run? Well, yes, because I'm going to start with it uh, because I got it one time, leveled it up and went through with it. Um, the game's kind of kind of cute in the art style. <laughs> it's it's a little bit like um, I want to say like Adventure Timey kind of art. Um, yes, kind of crossed with uh, you know some other Cartoon Network uh, type thing, and uh, it's it's kind of funny. Um, there's a lot of uh, humor in it. Uh, <laughs> the you know the camera's you know fully uh, rotatable, so you can do stuff like that. 
if you my, my daughter discovered this because you know anytime I'm playing a game she has to play it. Uh, she came she came in and took over the controller and I'm glad that she did because she found something that I didn't, which was <laughs> which was if you put Shoot. your character oh. up next to a wall and then you rotate the camera around, you can see inside of your character's head and she has a brain. <laughs> I don't know why. That's so random. I don't know why, but the character model has a brain inside of the body, and you can you can look at that and kind of clip it through the nice. wall. Um, so fantastic. And my daughter also found a way to clip through walls. So she's like uh, a little hacker in training. Um, there was one wall. There you go. One wall in the office that she could clip through, and I was like, "That's great." ID she, clip. She's like, "I found a bug," and I was like, "Yeah." And then she just kept doing it over and over and over again. She thought that was the best part of the game. Um. Well, yeah. yeah, breaking a game is always the best part. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, the game is uh, fun. Uh, right now, it's on sale for a little bit off. It's it's normally twenty dollars. It's down to thirteen thirty nine. I probably wouldn't recommend it at that price. Um, it's, it seems a little bit much uh, now that I've kind of you know just nuked the game just by running through it. Um, however, I if you do get this game, if it if this does appeal to you, I want to give you a tip. That uh, saved that would have saved me a lot of frustration. Uh, halfway through the game, or what ends up being halfway through the game, after you've beaten the three main dungeons one time, or af- after each one of those has been beaten one time, I should say, there's an option to go uh, and do a certain event, which changes the rest of the game and makes those dungeons harder. Uh, before you do that. Go ahead and complete every mentor challenge that you can to get your mentor mentors completely leveled up. Because if you don't, there are certain mentors mentors, sorry, that are more difficult uh, to get all their achievements or all their challenges done in the harder dungeons. Because they uh, the monsters in those dungeons just get stronger, they just get better attacks. It becomes a little bit harder to accomplish some of those goals. Uh, the one in particular was uh, polyamorous. For uh, one, for the the mentor that runs the food court, uh, he wants you to do this thing that basically you have to go do uh, an event on one level that grants you um, a follower. You then have to keep that follower alive to the next level, and somewhere on that next level is that same event again, and you have to keep that follower alive the entire time and get another follower out of that second event. And it's, it's very difficult hmm. to do, uh, very frustrating to do when the enemies are stronger. So you want to keep that as simple as you can. Uh, that's That would be my biggest tip uh, for this game. But I, I really enjoyed it. I think it's a little bit overpriced for what I got out of it. And I probably, you know, I probably went um, a little bit more wild on this than I would have if uh, I was just kind of spacing it out over, you know, something that wasn't the period of like three days. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I kind of left the game running because of the old uh, overcharge. I think it was overcharge where if you after, left the, after charge, after charge. Thank you. So after charge, if you let that <laughs> we, we found that if you let the game run after when it's you're no longer supposed to have it, you know, you can keep playing it until uh, they revoke the game pass or the free weekend or whatever it was. So uh, I was kind of banking on that. And I'm glad I did because I got the last achievement on Monday. Then I shut the game down. My daughter came into the room. She goes, oh, were you playing that? I was like, yeah, let me boot it up for you. So I booted it up for her, and it said, you do not own this. <laughs> I was like, oh, my gosh. Rip. Uh, so I think I, I don't think that was coincidence. I think uh, I got I, th- I think I uh, I kind of beat the, 
the permit by doing that. I was wondering how it is that you got the completion in it. Yes. I was when it's a 12 to 15 hour game and I assume you didn't play anything on Saturday night because you have yeah, I didn't play any of it on, on Saturday. No. So everything I did was, uh, yeah, Thursday, Friday and Sunday, a little bit Sunday and a little bit Monday. This looks interesting. It's like, there's a dungeon or a roguelike dungeon crawler. Yeah. I don't know if you said that. If you did, I missed it. Yeah, it's bad. kind of Jeez, a hack and slashy. Not listening. <laughs> it's a hack and slashy <laughs> roguelite uh, dungeon crawler. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of glad I did not look at any parts of the game beforehand because I probably would have played this this weekend and probably not finished it, but it does look up my alley. The, and the promising thing is that. It is published by Team 17, like you said, could, yeah. and we play pretty much all of their games now for free through some program, mm-hmm. so this is not out of the realm of possibility to show up in Games with Gold or Game Pass. Yeah, I think there's a chance it could come. Now, playing this and um, uh, Curse of the Ancient, or Curse of the Dead Gods. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, playing those at the same time, <laughs> uh, Curse of the Dead Gods, much better. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm still playing Curse of the Dead Gods daily. It's it's so good. Yeah. But that was going under. Might want to check it out. Um, one more question. What well, it's it, not free anymore. What did it smell like under there? Um, caffeinated. Sorry, we were looking for underwear. Oh, made you say underwear. Yeah. I saw what you were doing. He didn't fall for it. All right, come on, guys. Let's ask some questions here. Let's ask some important questions here. Under where? So, like, (laughs) is there going to be a sequel set in Australia called Going Down Under? There you go. (laughs) All right, we can move on from there. (laughs) That was bad. Throw that one in the dirt. Where the main Uh, character is a kangaroo. So how long did it take you to complete, do you think, Nate? Um, well, I think the TA estimate was what? 15 to 18? 12 to 15. 12 to 15. Those numbers are Same probably, diff. they're probably a little bit high. Um, I don't think it was, it was that bad. I didn't. Were didn't you during there. this game? What's that? Were you during this game? Was a I little bit high during? No, I was not high during this oh, game. Okay. No, Cause no. it sounds like. You would enjoy it better based on these colors. No, uh, I think the estimate's a little bit high. Um, I feel like what's the cheat? What's the list like? So once I knew what I was doing, okay. So, like I was saying, to save yourself some frustration, uh, don't get to that point where it makes the dungeons harder before you do all the the mentor stuff. I was having so much trouble accomplishing that mentor task that I started up another save file. I blasted through the first three dungeons and all of that mentors uh, challenges in much less time um, than it took me my first time through. Once you know the mechanics of the game, you, you can just fly right through it. So I, I feel like that number is a little bit inflated because um, you could do it faster if you kind of knew what you're doing. Maybe you watched a video, you had some strategies, you could definitely get it done faster than that. All right. Well, going under seems pretty cool. And I must say that Polly Amorous is one of my favorite Breaking Benjamin songs as well. Just wanted to point that out. Sure. Whatever you say. It's important. Let's actually go to Corey next. Um, yes. So 
As you may or may not remember from the previous Coming Real Soon segment last week, uh, there was a game that presented an opportunity to play it early, and it's it's not one that I was like super jazzed about, just for the fact that it was being compared to the likes of Thomas Was Alone. I know that's a very highly rated game, but it was very basic for me, uh, which is, I know the game's not about the gameplay necessarily. It's about whatever story those that geometry was trying to tell. I don't know. And so, <laughs> anyways, I picked up this game called Journey of the Broken Circle. It comes out in a couple days, um, and it is a narrative-driven platformer uh, in the vein of Thomas Was Alone, where it's it's about the story. It's not about the gameplay. It's not... Mo- it's not mostly difficult gameplay. You're just getting from point A to point B. But you are this broken circle. You're you're incomplete. And you are on a journey uh, about life to find whatever fulfills you. And you come across different friends who help you and try to, you know, they kind of complete you in different ways. Um, and so there's highs and lows to that friendship there's they teach you about existentialism if i'm saying that right uh and angst close enough existentialism whatever and so it gets really deep into its story and i kind of like was really with it i played it for two days it was it's not a long game probably three to four hours for the completion um the if you just play through the levels I don't have it on hand. It was probably in the realm of 13 or so different like broken up levels that you can go back to at any point in time that you've completed. You can go back to them and select them. Um, but getting through that probably gets you, you know, 600 or so gamer score. Each level has collectibles, uh, three up to three or four mushrooms in each of them. Uh, there is an achievement for collecting all of Speaking them. Speaking of getting high. Well, there is a trippy effect to them in the sense that you need to collect so many to unlock two bonus stages, um, both of which you have to beat as well. And they they kind of, they play, at least one of them plays on that highness. It's called the bad trip. Uh, the other one's called the good trip. And uh, <laughs> the, the good trip is where... You can play it if you unlock it. You can play it before you beat the story. I don't recommend it if you want story spoilers because I didn't know that. And I, some some story stuff came out that I didn't know. Um, so that, I don't know. They could probably change that. But uh, the other one I, I was talking about called the bad trip. This is a bonus level. You have to get so many mushrooms to unlock. This is a level that pays homage to a game called Getting Over It. Do any of you guys know about getting over it? Uh, is that the opposite of going under? <laughs> Pretty much, because no. uh, you, uh, <laughs> you you're going up. And oh. uh, anyways, getting over it. I think it's fully titled "Giving o- Getting Over It" with Bennett Foddy is this very popular <laughs> indie game where you are like a person in a cauldron and you have a hammer, and that hammer is like what you use to grab and push off of to get over these 
obstacles. Very frustrating game, and it is known for that. And so they they actually made a level based off of that game. And so I only bring it up and spend time talking about it because it will probably be the hardest achievement in the game. I spent at least an hour with it, which doesn't sound bad. Um, however, yeah. I could see people getting so frustrated that they just put it, the game down because of it. Um, Dang. It, it's, it's very tricky platforming with what you're given. Um, and, and I'll just leave it at that. They pay homage to that game and they do that with their own ways with this circle and a, and a mushroom. Anyways, back to the game at hand. Hmm. Um, so Journey of the Broken Circle is what it's called. And it is a very narrative-driven story that sucks you in. The atmosphere of the game as far as the the colors and the sound design, uh, they, they really play off each other in, in a very well-done way. Um, I, I can't say I was in the same mindset as when I played Thomas Was Alone. So I, I never really got into Thomas Was Alone. I played it for the gamer score. Uh, this one, I, you know, I, I'm kind of looking at it a different view. I, I had, I'm trying to pay attention to more of that stuff. But it was a really, really well done story. Um, and if you're into that with some very light platforming sections, then I think it would probably be up your alley as well. It's fairly cheap. It's like eight bucks full price. Sure. It will go on sale. And, uh, yeah, I recommend it. It's just a casual story driven platformer. So the story was good. Yeah. Yeah. The story was good. Huh. Definitely teaches just you stuff about the life. game and just looking at the game, it seems kind of basic, so it's kind of surprising. But okay, you—it's it, just like, just like I said, like Thomas was on. It's not about it, the gameplay. The gameplay is second to the story, right? Yeah, you. It, this is about relationships and things like that. It, as much as it's weird to say it, because you're a circle, that—that's what this game's about. <laughs> All right. Then. How long okay. did this take you to complete? Uh, I didn't time it, but I would say three to four hours. Oh, that's not. And as are you going to are you going to vote on TA? Put your hour count, Corey? Mm, no, I don't do that. Jeez, <laughs> one to two hundred hours. <laughs> they're, 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 <laughs> nothing is tricky about the platforming. Um, th- there are some things that you might have to think about. Oh no, it took you one to two hundred hours. A little bit. Um, for the collectibles, though, there this game has been out for a while, so there are guides on those collectibles, and they're not hard to get. And so, level select will be your friend, and you'll just go through and recollect those as needed. Uh, it's really weird because you only need maybe half of them to unlock the two bonus levels. Anything after that, you're collecting them just for the achievement. They can't like I can't find a, anything else that they provide. So a little weird there, but yep. Wait, are you playing as a circle or as a broken circle? You're a broken circle. You are a broken circle. Okay. You're a trans- the title. Yes. Right. That's the Pac-Man picture that we talked about. Correct. I can, I You're can see to- pictures. I knew we talked about this game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess. I mean, I guess we we did a little bit last week and coming real soon. TM. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's really kind of cool the way they do it. Um, the the friends you meet. Uh, they provide you kind of an ability. So certain sections of the games, you'll need their help. And, um, and yeah, I don't know. It, there's, there's good narrative to it. And that's all I can really say about it. 
Why are the achievements yelling at me? They are all <laughs> in capital letters, like descriptions and um, chased by and angst. the titles. Yeah, they most certainly are. Oh, nice job being uh, one of the first to complete it. Uh, yeah, I was number four. Hey. Yeah. I wasn't really aiming to be uh, that's five. But, but like, like I said, I, I got it and I completed it like five days before it is released. So, still. yeah, it's still cool to get top five. Yeah, yeah, I'll take it. 18, 18 people so far. Eighteen reviewers have played it, and <laughs> five of us have completed it. I'll make that nineteen. <laughs> well, let's kick it to L. Tell me about your Forza Horizon Four stories. Ah, you want to hear stories? I do want to hear story time, FL. Story time, eh? All right. Well, have you ever uh, gone for an achievement and it took you no. way longer than it should have? <laughs> Never. Never, right? Never. Definitely not in, like, you know, Borderlands or anything like that. No, I'm talking about skill-based, not... Uh, sit there and let everyone do it for you, like in Borderlands. Sounds like a story. Um, it is a story. So, there was an achievement on my RTDL called Record Breaker, uh, which is to okay. get 258 miles per hour on a speed trap in the Bugatti Veyron Super Sport car. Now, the solution tells you to go to the auction house or just buy the car for 2 million credits or whatever. It's a lot of money. And then it also tells you to get the tune, uh, the tuner, um, by Maka. Maka Skites. Right. So I tried it, and I couldn't do it. Shock face. So I would get up to like 255. That was my highest out of 258. And what you can do is just keep trying this one stretch that they show you in the solution, and eventually, you know, you, you figure it out. And if you mess up, you could rewind. Eventually, I don't know what that that is. It like it won't let you rewind anymore, and you have to start over. So I kept over and over, fast traveling back to like the little start point, wasting money there, and going over and over. So the Mecca thing wasn't working, so I switched tunes again, and I found a different one, and. I got to 257.94, which was just (laughs) heart-wrenching. And what makes matters worse, it tells you all your friends who have the game on the uh, (laughs) the screen. And you know who was next? Koosh Moose (laughs) had 258.16 or something like that. So every time I came close, I saw his name. And do you even remember this, Koosh? Um, no. Oh, no. That's not good. <laughs> no, I, I think the solution worked okay for me. Maybe, maybe it took me one, uh, one or two tries. So eventually I went back to Macca's Tune, and I saw that Macca's Tune had 10 speed, and the one I was on was 9.9. So I said, all right, maybe that might make the difference. I went back, and eventually I did wind up doing it. And, of course, when I did it, I got like 260, so I went well over. Because two miles per hour is well over and these type of things. 
And I took some tips from my son. I actually was like, what he likes to do is he stands up next to the screen. So I stood up and I went to the screen and I did it. <laughs> but That's this one took, serious. It took me hours. <laughs> I was just about to say, how long did it take? Hours? Yeah, I mean, I did it in the background during wrestling, stuff like that. I would have it on, try every now and again. I see what you mean by but, an achievement taking longer than it yeah, should. Yeah, it definitely did, but but it was the type of thing where I knew I could do it, so I just kept trying it. I mean, a lot of people have done it 33,000, but it has a nice three ratio because of so many people have this game on their tags. Yeah, I'll be honest. Like, it, it It's not the easiest achievement in the world, but it's not take hours easy. <laughs> or it's not take hours difficult. Is this the achievement where they said to buy it and then sell the car? Yes. Okay. You, see, yeah. you could sell it again to get your two million back. Right. Everyone apparently goes for this achievement. See, I kept it. <sighs> I kept it as well, but I guess if I need the money, I could sell it. I've got a ton of cash in the game, and I just buy cars. And it's like, oh, I like this one. Buy it. Um. So the other little quick story I had was that I joined up with the Euro people the other day, and we were doing the Eliminator, which is the battle royale mode. No, I never did do that. Really? Oh, you would love it. I know I would. I've loved this you game. You would. So I'm sure I would like that. Yeah. Um, Kingsman talks nonstop about the Eliminator mode. He said it's all he does now. So it's, it works just like a battle mm. royale. You start off in a random part of the map, and there's a circle that goes in. And if you see someone, instead of killing them with a gun, you challenge them to a head-to-head. And whoever loses the head-to-head is eliminated. And you can either challenge people to head-to-heads or you could choose to hide. If you hide somewhere, then you don't show up on the radar. So that's another strategy. And I got the achievement for being a head-to-head against a random, so I was very proud of myself for that one. And then the head-to-head basically just means get to this place before they do. It's basically just right. a mini race. Um, but we had, I mean, we were all able to get into the same match just searching together. So we had like seven or eight of us, maybe. I mean, it was out of like 16 or 20 people, more 30 people, actually. It was a good... That was my was next good, question, if you could go in as a squad. Yeah, so we were all talking about we should get 30 people to go in together. Ooh. Yeah, I think we could do it. Depending um, on the time, I would be down for that. That sounds like fun. So there's a, the hardest achievement, I think, is to, to win first place, obviously. Um, and then there's one to go far without changing your car, because once you win a head-to-head, you can change cars and move up levels. There's all kinds of little achievements there. Yeah. Yeah, I never, um, or I never, I bought all the DLC. What? A couple months ago. It was, they have like, uh, what's it called? It's their version of the season pass or whatever, but it's basically all the DLC and it was super cheap. It was on this like real deep sale. I think it was, uh, actually it had to be for like Christmas or something like that. And I think it was like fifteen or sixteen dollars for mm-hmm. all of it. So like I got bundle or something like that. Yeah, that sounds right. I got like Fortune Island. I got some other DLC. I got like all the James Bond cars. The, is it? Is, did you get Legos too? Yeah, I got uh, yeah uh, the Lego Island or whatever the crap it's called. I can't think of it now. <laughs> we'll go with Lego Island. I like that. Yeah, Lego World. Actually, that's that's a different thing. Yeah, it's a very different thing. But yeah, it's like I kind of actually forgot I had all that till now just saying that. 
So now I want to go give that a try. Right, it might be something worth uh, playing together. Lego Speed Champions, that's what it is. Yeah, it might be. Forza Horizon has 178 achievements. It's crazy. It most certainly does, but it is so beautiful. We've talked about that before. The only problem is that it takes place in England, so you've got to drive on the right. <laughs> <laughs> Still not used to it. Because it's funny, if you, uh, that achievement I was going for, if you drive on the right side... Or the wrong side, you're still going to find yourself smashing the cars, either going one way or the other. So I tried both many times. That is what makes that uh, achievement a little bit more uh, difficult, is the RNG of where the cars mm-hmm. are, the, how the traffic goes. It's very interesting. If you hit wider rewind, you'll still see the cars going while you're, while you're sitting there waiting to resume. So you can yeah. try to time it a little bit. Still shouldn't take hours, though. <laughs> Well, I'm special, okay? I'm special. Getting used to these racing games. Not really my forte, but that's a particularly good one, of course. So there's my Forza Horizon stories. What have you been up to, Kenny? So last week, um, I believe it was during a live show, you were, you were talking about how you were trying to go for this achievement and couldn't get it. It was either that or maybe it was afterwards while we were talking or something like that. And... I know, and I'm sure you guys have a couple of those games where you just keep them installed on your Xbox. You never actually uninstall them because it's like, hey, I just jump in here and there and play it for a little bit and jump out. And for Forza Horizon 4 is that for me. Like, it's always on my Xbox. And I periodically just get into a couple of races, get out. And after you hearing you talk about it, I'm like, man, I kind of want to play that again. But I didn't play nothing that night because it was late and went to bed. Well, um, next day, I'm listening to a podcast, and they're talking about Dirt 5. Now, I have never played a Dirt game, and I knew this was on Game Pass, so I'm like, hmm, let's say going back to the same old, same old game. Let's try something new. Let's play Let's play some Dirt 5. This game is, um, it's, uh, I, I, I enjoyed it, but it's, it's not my favorite. It's no Forza Horizon 4. So, like, in Forza Horizon 4, if you've played that enough, you know that they have like the rally car races where you're like in the dirt and whatnot. Well, that's all this is. It's nothing but rally car races. There's different like vehicle classes that you use throughout the races. And the other thing with this is it's no open world like Forza is, which I believe it was Michelle that we were talking to a while back who was saying that she really likes Forza Horizon, but when you get in there, there's a million things on the map to do. You can't. You, it's difficult to just go somewhere, play this. It's just. It's just very overwhelming. Well, the thing with Dirt Five is it's very linear. You play this race, and then you have an option of one or two races to go to, and then you play that. And it, you play that one, then it goes to another. So it's very linear. Like you can go back and keep and do all the races. But it's just it's just no open world. And in Dirt Five, from what I can tell, it doesn't actually matter if you come in first or not. You just need there in each race. There's three objectives, and from what I can tell, you only need to get at least one star or you know one objective completed in each race. There was one or two of them that I was having troubles with, but I was able to just get that one star, and it allowed me to progress. And in Dirt 5, it has, you know, some story, you know, you just 
start off as a racer and you're trying to be the best, blah, blah, blah. It, it, it's, there's not, the story's not much, but like I've gotten through chapter one and like I said, it's, it's not bad. If, if you like racing games, I think you would like this game. Um, but the one thing I can say is playing it on the Xbox one, it's not as pretty as I thought it would be. So, like, the game looks good. It has a lot of good effects, but, like, the cars, the textures just aren't there, especially on, like, the tires. They just look like these rubber or, like, these plastic things that are just kind of spinning a little bit. Now, if this was something that you had a Series X and a 4K TV, this game, I bet, would look gorgeous. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I've only heard really good things about the looks of this game. But Same. it kind of it, it came out... Same day as the series, or you know, like a couple days before it, I think. Um, November sixth. It's, of it's optimized for it, and you're playing on a VCR, right? Correct. Yeah. VCR and an old TV. Oh, yeah. so. literal VCR. Yeah. I, I would be curious to see the comparison of Forza Four to Dirt Five on the series console. So obviously, I can't speak to the series, but like Forza Horizon Four is stunning on my Xbox. Whereas Dirt 5, it just looks good. It, it, it's a good-looking game. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Forza, obviously, is a first-party studio, so there's probably a little bit more love that goes into it than there would be in Dirt, since it's not first-party. But like like I said, it still looks good. Don't get me wrong. It's a good-looking game. It's just not super, super pretty like I've heard so much about. Are you going to go for the completion? Because it you know, does not I look think, very long. So that is one of the things I was going to get into is the achievements. Um, I, a little bit that I played uh, last night, I was able to get eight of them, which gave me 320 gamer score. And a lot of the achievements are basically just beat the game. And you can change the difficulty if you want. You put easy, medium, hard. I kept it on medium, just which is stock. That's what it came with. Then there's like a couple of other achievements where it's like earn a total of a million bucks, uh, drive 10,000 miles, reach player level 50. That's it. Those are the three quote-unquote hard achievements or more grindy achievements. The rest of them that aren't just complete the game is to Build and test your first playground. Rate a playground. Complete ten easy or completed ten clean laps. Like all this stuff, you can cheese real easily. Like TA gives it a fifteen to twenty, yeah, fifteen to twenty hour completion. So, I think this is going to be another game where I'm just going to keep it on my Xbox. Maybe do a race here or there and just slowly work for that completion because it's. Like I said, it just doesn't look like it's going to be overly difficult to be able to do. If you like racing games, this is probably... Or if you like racing games, this is something I, I would check out. You would probably enjoy this. Yeah, I'm looking at some videos and definitely looks good, but not as good as you were saying. Yeah. Yeah, like like the weather effects and stuff like that are nice like as you're going through and driving through the dirt your car slowly gets dirtier or um like the one race it was snow and as i was driving through and the snow was coming down 
after a lap or two, the snow on the track actually started to build up. So, like, that was neat. Uh, hopefully, it doesn't take place in Texas or <laughs> game will just freeze and you won't know what to do. It's interesting <laughs> looking back at Dirt 4 <laughs> to Dirt 5. Dirt 4 has a lot of complete this, win this. It's got a lot more to it, and it's 60 to 80 hours. And it also has a lowercase i. Uh, whereas <laughs> Dirt 5, everything's uppercase. That's weird. The other thing about Dirt 5, it's very, it's colorful. Mm. It is very colorful. So on 20 questions, that would throw you off. <laughs> I don't know. I've looked at one race, and it's a lot of mud. Uh, look at all the cars. They're very colorful. Lots of pinks and yellows. This was a great car. <laughs> oh, and also on your Dirt 4, uh, lowercase i, I think that is not... Dirt four you're thinking of? That's Dierte. Oh. <laughs> Die right four. Okay. Dirt. Now are you listening to the turns and all that from your crew that's telling you, you know, hard turn on the left, and they've got like their shorthand for it, or are you just racing? If they were talking <laughs> to me, I did not even notice it. So, I, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I had the sound on too, and, and if they were talking to me, I totally I'm did not sure notice that. I'm pretty sure this is the series where they have like the shorthand for like, you know, the the severity of a turn and which way it is left or right or something like that, and they give it like a number that tells you how uh, how far that turn is and things like that. I thought that was dirt. <laughs> Maybe it's just not Maybe this not. one. Okay. <laughs> Like I said, I'm, I'm not Corey. I play at the sound on, so Ouch. if they were te- yelling at me, I didn't hear it. I mean, Dirt 5 this has one of the best stories. Game, <laughs> I would keep the sound effects on, but low, and I would watch something else while I play. Honestly, if Brooke wasn't asleep next to me with Oliver, I probably would have had music going. <laughs> wow, two name drops. That was good. Yeah, I try. But enough of that. Al, go ahead and tell me your other game that you want to talk about. Ghost Files. Hi, Brooke. Hi, Oliver. Oh, yes. (laughs) That's Oliver for hi. All right. The next game I want to talk about is another Artifacts Monday gem called Ghost Files Memory of a Crime. (laughs) Gem. Gem. Diamond. I see what you did there. Oh, no. I wasn't making reference to that cutting glass with a gem or something. Stop it. Just stop it. So the last game I played from them was Abyss. So I think that was a couple years prior. This one came out in 2020. Was it Abyss? That it was. This one came out in 2020. And I must say, it looks a lot better. Does it? And a lot of the background stuff you can interact with more so than the other, the older games. So I guess this is a newer type of game where... There are collectibles. So that's annoying, depending on if you like collectibles or not, because I guess they are missable. But the (laughs) trade-off is that you only have to play through the game once, unlike the older games where you had to play once through on normal and once through on expert. Oh, no. Uh Uh-oh. I think I see where this story's going. Oh. Daggone. Don't do an oh no while we're recording. I thought something. Yeah, I know, me too. I'm like, I've seen some high sus on some uh, trademarked well, simul play. Dude, you just give me a heart. Oh my gosh. Single oh, player. Simul play. Right. 
No simulplay. Yeah, so for Abyss, I played with Michelle and MDP. And for this game, we have taken in a fourth member. Yep. Mr. Oh, Mental Knight. Drug him down. <laughs> we definitely <laughs> gave him drugs and dragged him. I don't him. know how you guys can do this. Let me tell you, it's fun. No, it's a single player no, game. No, it's not. Which means play it single. I'm going to ask Mental if it's fun, right? All right, you now. can ask. Him. Go <laughs> ahead, please keep do talking. It. Good, and then you read it. <laughs> so the first thing that you see in the game, going back to the beginning, is when you're choosing between easy and hard. There's a ask him a page in chat. There's a type. Sorry, there's a typo. It says for beginners, and it's spelled B E G G I N E R S. Um, and they had this for abyss, and I'm like, yeah, they'll definitely change this, right? No, nope, it's still the same, same exact title screen. For beginners, best for smooth experience. So I even said to the group, it's weird that they have this typo because usually the game is not known for its typos. Um, you know, bad voice acting, definitely. Bad stories, mm-hmm. definitely. <laughs> but as we're playing, there's typos everywhere. Uh, instead of the word debt, someone said they wanted to collect a debt, D-E-P-T. So it was spelled wrong and pronounced wrong wow. by the voice actor. <laughs> so stuff like that, while hilarious in party, is just like kind of bad. <laughs> well, it's going to be driving you nuts, you I, I am a grammar Nazi, but no, it doesn't really bother me. So this game does actually have a story. There's a um, a crime. And as, <laughs> oh. and as you go through, you actually you see dead bodies and stuff, and you have to figure out what's going on. So we are about ghosties. we're about halfway through. Um, the achievement list is standard RFX Monday Fair. There's hidden object puzzles. Uh, you need to find three in a row quickly. Find don't use hints. The typical stuff. Uh, one different thing of this game is there's forensic analysis, much like any detective game. So, all in all. Definitely find as many people on your friends list as possible to play this with. <laughs> I swear I don't get that. Uh, I mean, this isn't like a type of game where that you sit by yourself and enjoy. You got a lot of people bring their their significant others and enjoy the hidden puzzle objects with them and go through the story. How come Michelle doesn't have as much gamer score in the game as you guys? <laughs> she missed the one to get three objects in three seconds, somehow or another. Mm. Which normally what you do is you just spot three without clicking on them and then just click them fast. Sounds so, like she's not as good. So yeah, she's she tends to just mash A and not try to find anything on her own. I think that must be what happened. So I asked um, Mental Knight. Oh <laughs> <laughs> he oh said boy. that L said he roped you in on a simul play of Ghost Files, Memory of a Crime, and you had fun. And his reply mm-hmm. was yes. One of those is definitely true. <laughs> <laughs> so sus. Hmm. <laughs> gonna have to bring him on. And we're going to reenact some of the scenes in the game. <laughs> Maybe have our own uh, murder mystery. 
and then we'll see who's sus. Well, that's Ghost Files Memories of a Crime. Now, I picked it up when it was like three bucks. Definitely don't pay 15 for it. When you see these for three bucks, they're worth it. I, I think they're fun. Now, you do know that it's not uh, Artifacts Monday that's the developer, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's the publisher. I mean, they publish all these games. They have multiple developers that, that do these okay. games in these series. I think They're, that's one of the reasons that we see differences in the I engine and things today. like that. Let's take a look. We have Brave Giants. Difference in the engine. How could these... Hold, hold on. Difference in the engine. How could these be... That much different. They're just well, point and clicks. Saying like that's why you have different approaches. Like some of them have the one play. You are the two. You are correct. I can see a different achievement list, but how could the engine possibly be that much different from? Well, I mean, over other? time, engines yeah. change. They get old. It's, it hasn't always been Unreal Four, but or whatever. You're, you have improving the mouse around the yeah. There's the there's quality of life improvements, Kenny. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. clicking A on the object as opposed to clicking A on the object. You see. <laughs> All right. So very important. <laughs> distinguish. Um, I don't know. I just I don't get these games. It's just not for me. I'm sure you've never tried one in earnest. Um, I did Mr. Pumpkin's Adventure. Oh, this is nothing life. like Mr. Yeah, Pumpkin. Yeah, that's yeah. You thinking Mr. all point and clicks are the same is very genreist, and you should not think like that. Okay, how much? That's like saying oh, difference is this Mario from Mr. Kart Pumpkin's is Adventure. The same as Forza. It's not. It's very different from Mr. Pumpkin's Adventure. I don't know. I still see point and click, uh, and I feel I mean, like I've played other of these. The Canadian but Mr. Pumpkin. I might Adventure have just good. erased them from my mind. Pick one. Play with Brooke. Do the hidden object puzzles with Oliver. He'll probably find some. Pointing I don't screen. know. I have twelve less than 1,200 gamer score across entire Artifacts Monday. That means and you played some. The only one that I've put any amount of time to and got the completion is My Brother Rabbit. My Brother Rabbit. And that one's quite different. That one doesn't count either. And he yeah, did that on stream. <laughs> All right, yeah. We could stream it and find the hidden object puzzles together since you guys probably couldn't find anything. You could play. Well, on, there's four of you, you could doing play this on, together, so I would hope you could find. You it. could play on easy, and then after a while, in the hidden object puzzles, the the things light up, <laughs> so you could find them <laughs> if you really can't find them. Yeah, uh, that's what it guides for. All right. Well, I'm gonna have to bribe Mental Knight into saying some more nice things about me. I mean, uh, that was fun, right, guys? <laughs> yes Al it was a lot of fun oh thanks mental you are the best I would do an MDP impersonation but he would probably kill me I will not do it <laughs> well in that case let's just continue let's get into <laughs> some news so first news topic news. to discuss uh, Marvel's Avengers next gen features are coming out there's been a trailer uh, that's that's Come out to re- to show off all the new stuff, uh, Corey. Oh. Since you're the one that actively plays this, why don't you take this one? Actively, yes. Uh, my Friday Once night group has moved on to Marvel Avengers, so we we do hit that up uh, every every week as of right now. Uh, we 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 have to bounce back 
to uh, Minecraft Dungeons at some point with the new stuff uh, and Borderlands. But uh, current flavor is Marvel's Avengers, especially with this update. So on March 18th, not only does the Series X and S version come out, which vastly improve things about the game, uh, it also contains the second part of the Hawkeye operation, um, which isn't actually that exciting to any of us anyways. There's a third part to this update, and that is that they are actually reworking the XP system in Marvel Avengers. Now, I think that they're still going to come out with some more details about it, but in a sense, they think that people are leveling up too quickly. You get a skill point every time you level up, and you apply that to your skill tree. Once you hit level 50 in hero levels, that's the max, your skill tree is maxed out, and that's an achievement. After that, you have to take into account your gear score, and that has its own leveling system. But the hero levels that get you from that level 0 to 50, that, as they describe it, is in like a straight diagonal line. As you go on, you are constantly leveling up at the same the same speed, right? And so they don't think that that's very good. They think the players are getting too overwhelmed and they're not learning the characters as good as they should. And from their mouths, as part of the experience, you will want to play all the adventures to their fullest potential. So what they have suggested that they are going to do to rework that is instead of a straight line from zero to kind of 50, well, like a straight diagonal line where you, you, know, you earn and level up in the same consistency. At level 25, they want to start to plateau that a little bit. So that second half of that grind just takes a little bit longer. Um, so you're getting skill points at a slower rate, therefore learning more about your character and how to more optimally uh, configure them. So... It is a thing that we are assuming the XP part is coming eight, the 18th with the big upgrade, the update. Uh, so our, our, what our group has been doing is we have kind of buckled down on Avengers. We even played two times last week um, just to try to get as much time as we can. There are some little... Uh, they're not really exploits uh, necessarily to get XP, but there are some grinding methods out there. Uh, there's a particular what they call a harm mission, which is kind of a, a mission chain where you learn how to block and how to parry and then how to do all your mute moves. It's kind of like an extended tutorial for that specific character. Every character has one. There happens to be one of those that infinitely spawns enemies until you use what they want you to use. So if you happen to never do that and satisfy the requirement of the mission, you can just keep killing enemies over and over and you get XP from that. It takes a long time still, and it's very, very boring. And <laughs> uh, trying to figure out how to automate that, but it hasn't worked out too <laughs> great. Um, I, I, I Somehow my controller disconnected in the middle of the night, which was not fun. Uh, so I barely leveled up. So I'm going to go back and try to do that with a couple of the characters. Some of them seem a little bit more impossible to do. Uh, but other than that, you just have to play a lot to uh, to level up. So 
we're kind of doing that uh, now before it makes it, you know, it's going to be worse. Although we're going to be playing this game a lot if we want the completion anyways. Maybe th- that won't be the last achievement because there is an achievement for getting 250 combined hero levels. So that's uh, five maxed out characters. And uh, th- it does seem to be a buggy achievement. Some people say it, it does unlock early. So I-, I was going to try to do three, but my time is running out very, very quickly. I don't know if I'll be able to do that. But it's a big change that's coming to the game uh, within the next nine days as of recording. So it's going to be a little bit yeah. more of a grind to level up. Um, but it might come naturally with all the achievements anyways. We'll just have to see. I think right now I saw something where they think it will add only three to four hours per character to uh, hit 50, but... Well, that doesn't sound terrible. Well, it doesn't sound terrible. I don't... I can't believe them right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, like you said, it's come March 18th. Do you... So as someone that plays this game, do you think this is actually good for the game? Achievements aside, obviously for achievements, this is terrible. But well, we thought you know, that it was twenty bad. hours or so. We thought that it was bad, but we were seeing some comments where people, I guess you know, real gamers, they thought that it was a good thing. So <laughs> uh, interesting. I mean, I if I get their point, they want people to learn the game a little bit, you know, better, but. You know, I I am of the the sense and matter that let people have fun and level up quickly. Like even like the gears pop stuff and and how that's kind of going back and forth. When Marvel Heroes Omega closed, that was some of the most fun that uh, that I've had, and that was because everything was free and you could just do whatever you wanted in a very microtransaction heavy game. So yeah, right. You got your group still playing that game? Avengers? Avengers? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we played it twice last week and uh we'll we'll definitely uh meet up as much as we can uh before this happens. Uh just because missions are a, a good way to level up and uh four people just makes it that much quicker. So, we have three active games in our roster right now. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And if the other two are Borderlands and Minecraft and Dungeons. Dungeons that makes yeah. Avengers the best game. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> I, I kind of go back and forth, to be honest. <laughs> there was one point where I didn't really like care to do Avengers or Minecraft Dungeons, and then I don't know something happens, and it's like, oh, that was fun, and we end up playing again on Saturdays when we normally don't meet. Ebbs and flows, man. Ebbs and flows. Ugh, make Dungeons. Well, it can't be any worse <laughs> than Borderlands. Yeah, it can. I like Minecraft Dungeons. So. <laughs> I like Borderlands too. Just ours took forever. All right. So, next news story, and this is the big one, and this has been the big news story for a, a very long time. Microsoft's $7.5 billion acquisition of Zenimax. It has been approved by, by the EU, it has been approved by the United States. It is going through. And as of today, Zenimax is officially part of the Xbox family. Try not to be so excited, guys. I know you guys care so much about Bethesda games. Woo! Did you say Betamax? This is the first I'm hearing this. <laughs> yes, yes. Are yes, we getting... This has been everywhere. Oblivion Skyrim Series export? 
Oh, that'll be something. That'll make me want to get you a Series X. Me. Look at that. Man, you just knocked over your Iron Man. If there was a Series X uh, <laughs> stack, I would get that too. I would complete it as well. I am excited yes. for the media event. I am very much excited for the media. The event. media so that's, is coming. That is the big news story specifically for this one is the fact that now that the ink is dry, the deal is final, sometime this week, within the next week, it is to be expected that uh, there will be a video coming out. And in that announcement, Phil Spencer or some other person over at Bethesda or Xbox will will finally tell us how they are going to handle all these new titles. They're going to say what's exclusive, what's not exclusive, what's going to stay, what's going to go. I still hold fast to the belief that anything new is is gone on other consoles. PlayStation owners, you're not going to be playing Elder Scrolls 6. You're not going to be playing Doom next. You're not going to be playing Fallout next. If you want to play the big na- big name games, you're coming you're coming to Xbox and you're going to want to sign up for Game Pass. But then, obviously, anything that's already there, it's going to remain there. They're not going to take that off. And anything like ESO or Fallout 76 or any other games of the service that they might be coming out with, that'll be on all consoles. Because why wouldn't they want those on there? Man, I wish you guys like Bethesda games a little bit more. So you give you a little bit more hype like I am right now. I am so excited that this game is coming through. Yeah. I mean, it's not that we're not excited. Yeah. It's just kind of... Like, I see your faces. They can't see your faces. Right now. <laughs> That's kind of kind of cool. Whatever, fine. I mean, I'm still looking for that Oblivion remake. I don't think that any outstanding, like long-standing series, will necessarily be exclusive. Uh, I think all new stuff would be like Starfield. That that would definitely uh, be under my assumption for exclusive uh, terms. Some of the rumors, though, uh, that we are seeing is that a couple of games are getting PC ports, and it seems like they've been working on them. So they uh, they actually might be out by the time, uh, just a couple days after this podcast release, possibly. Um, I don't know if you've seen it, the, the tweets and the rumors, but uh, Evil Within 2, like with all DLC as a PC stack, is uh, a thing, possibly, and Fallout 4... Gotti edition on PC uh, and likely straight to Game Pass. My guess. Oh, yeah. Wait, did you say growing up Gotti is coming a game? Yes, I did. All right. Yeah, that's obviously the big thing with all this is all this is going to be coming to Game Pass. So we'll see. Uh, I I still I, I am curious if they have like dates and stuff for the PlayStation exclusive stuff. Uh, specifically Deathloop. <laughs> I kind of want to play that, but so, so th- there's my excitement. I want to want to learn about that. Okay, something's better than nothing. Hopefully, this <laughs> time next week we have a- some something actual substantial to talk about. That would be cool. But, That'd be good. Yes, but with that, let's just get on to some sales. Uh, Nate, what are you picking up? Well, I've or what are you recommending? Because you don't always buy. Oh. How dare you, yeah, sir? Does. This week, I'm actually picking these two up. Um, no. <laughs> no. That's just, how, that's just how it works. Uh, so, yes. So, Dead End Job 
is $6.79 down from $17. This is a shmup, which is one of the reasons that I'm interested in it. Uh, I actually started to play this just because I, I really needed to know if this was something I wanted to recommend or not. And I am on the fence. Um, it is, for me, it's okay. Uh, it's not, it's not great. I can, I can say that with certainty. This is not a great game. Um, this is an okay game. Uh, it's got Zelda-like room and map structure. So you can sort of see the, uh, the little squares. It's like graph paper. You can tell which way the rooms are connected to other rooms. You go in and out. Once you go into a room, uh, it seems like the room locks and you just have to use like a twin stick shooter type mechanic as you're running around a little bit like Ghostbusters. Um, you are shooting ghosts until they get stunned and then you suck them up with your vacuum cleaner. Um, after you get enough ghosts captured, you can then upgrade your character and get random perks that you can choose from. And you can keep going and going. When you die, you start all over again. I haven't died yet. And I completed like three levels. Humble three, brag. Three different buildings. Well, I'm but just it's saying, called Dead End. I'm just saying, it starts out pretty <laughs> easy. And uh, so I don't, I don't know where it's going to go. The achievements look like you're going to be playing this for a while. I think it's a 15 hours, something like that. Um, it's okay. It's a little bit like Binding of Isaac. Not as crazy, for sure. Uh, you know, not as many enemies uh, or variety in enemies, but it's kind of colorful. And if you like twin stick shooters, maybe check it out. Um, and then very briefly, Round Guard. Now, it's $11 down from 20 It's a roguelite puzzle game. And Michelle talked about it on level 89. And I believe that most recently people are basically saying this is like Peggle RPG. Um, so she did a much better job yep. than I could talking about this game. Um, but uh, yeah, I, enough people have talked about it and said great things that uh, I'm picking this one up and maybe you should consider picking up Round Guard. All right. I think that being that the theme of this episode apparently is me being a grammar Nazi and a spelling critic. You should pick up the game Spell Spire. Normally $10, it is $4. Uh, the genre, for some reason, has role-playing. I mean, I guess you're leveling up your stuff a little bit, but come on, this isn't an RPG. But anyway, puzzle. It's a puzzle game. It's pretty similar to Letter Quest. You are getting a group of letters, and you use those letters to spell stuff. And you go through dungeons, and every time you spell stuff, you attack um, an enemy. And, uh, yeah, I guess it's like an RPG. Damn it. Foiled again. Um, the only thing, the only issue with this game is that 20 of the 22 achievements are pretty easily done. The last two achievements are very grindy. You have to go deep into the dungeon. So that is Spell Spire. Hey guys, it's Fufu Cuddly Poof here. I need to recommend the game. Oh, how do you pronounce this? It's probably like Exeno Raid or something like that. Definitely Exeno Raid. It's a shoot 'em up, and it's uh, kind of like uh, those East Asia soft games. Uh, this game is four dollars down from ten, and oh my gosh, it oh oh yeah, this game is great. I don't know what the achievements are like, but. I'm sure it's a great game. Uh, Corey, uh, did you pick anything? Negative. 
Nothing good All right, this week. Corey, you disappoint me yet again. Well, I was disappointed when somebody told me that we were going to have farming games on sale, and that didn't happen, so... That's Disappointment weird. all around. Now, actual farming games or games um, where you like farm XP and stuff and your nephew comes? Like with crops. Oh. <laughs> that's, um, that's one of your favorite genres now, the mowing genre. So I guess farming goes hand in hand with the mowing. It's just that I really, really want to play farm together. I really, really don't want to pay full price for that game. Would you play it with me? Are you going to buy it for me? <laughs> Speaking uh, of not paying full price, uh, Games with Gold uh, this month, uh, we have Warface Breakout, which is currently available March 1st to 31st. We have uh, the awesome, awesomely named, I should say, Vicious Attack Llama Apocalypse. It's not quite ready. But it'll be out uh, March 16th to April 15th. You have Metal Slug 3 on the 360 is currently available until the 15th. And Port Royale 3, which no one cares about, uh, from March 16th to the 31st. Don't even download it. Don't turn on your 360. It might accidentally download it, and no one wants that. Passing to you, L, for Game Pass. Games with Pass. <laughs> game, game Pass. pass. Well, Hatton was excited about all this news. Um, sports games are coming. Sports, 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 sports. Madden NFL 21 is available now. Football Manager, in which Fug humorously discovered that they are talking about soccer and not American football, is coming on March 4th, which means it already came. And that is PC and console. And NBA 2K21, in which Kush joked that the servers were already down or going to be down soon. They've already announced the server closures. Yeah, And people believed it because <laughs> it's not that out of line with 2K or EA. That is also uh, that is also March 4th. Coming soon, Star Wars Squadrons and NHL 21. So, yeah. Don't buy any EA game at launch. That's that's what I'm learning. Oh, unless it's Fallen Order and your name is Nate. You, then you should buy it. It's amazing. That's how it works. Um, I believe we went over this last week, but once again, leaving March 15th, Alvastia Chronicles. I love those Kemco RPGs, man. I uh, started one the other day. But I don't remember which one. <laughs> Probably not Avastia Chronicles. Uh, I get Avastia Chronicles and Estevine Hearts mixed up. Started one of them. Astro Galaster. That one I need to do. That's an easy 1K. That is leaving. That is PC game. Uh, Bloodstained Ritual of the Night is a well-regarded Vayner. But I think I saw some people starting to get it done. I don't know. <clears throat> a week to do it and Kona I don't know anything about and The Witcher 3 <clears throat> which probably would definitely take too long to start now alright time for games that are definitely not leaving Game Pass because they're not out yet um, it is our coming soon section doodly doobly 
Dubali noted as coming real soon. So yeah. we have releases all throughout the week next week, Tuesday through Friday. So on March 16th, uh, a few of mention are Conan Chop Chop, which is a roguelite hack and slash for one to four players. It reminded me of Castle Crashers. So there you go. Uh, Stubbs, the Stubbs, the zombie rebel without a pulse, uh, is that OG Xbox game that we all loved and it has gotten a, uh, a remake and it's headed to console so we can get achievements in it. Uh, so that comes out on Tuesday. Also, this game called Mundon comes out, uh, M-U-N-D-A-U-N and it's, uh, it's an interesting one. So I picked it out because it is hand penciled and is, is a horror game horror game right horrible uh so it, it looked kind of like uh it has inventory and it has puzzles and it has a mutilated goat head there you go that's probably enough to sell you that game if that's what you like uh on wednesday there's a game coming out called dungeon defenders awakened a co-op tower defense game uh with some action rpg elements now you have familiarity with Dungeon Defenders, right, Koosh? I do. I've, I've played it a little bit, um, just because I like tower defense. And this one was, um, I think it was big on Steam, just Dungeon Defenders. Uh, it was big on Steam. I, I want to say that there was a 360 game, too. Um, there was. So I, that's what I was kind of wondering. If I, I wasn't sure if this is like a remake or a relaunch. No, I don't think it's that. I think it's just the next generation. It's a new one. Yeah, it's just the next step. Uh, of money making yeah yeah well speaking of next step uh, a game that probably a good bit of you have looked into because it's been super cheap is beach buggy racing well beach buggy racing 2 island adventure comes out so if you are into kart racers then that one might be up your alley on thursday the 18th march 18th uh, there is a game coming out it is classifying itself as a zero g puzzle platformer now um i would tell you that this is a game uh that is right up my alley and that is sheerly for the fact uh of the trailer so it is called space otter charlie and uh you know what i i didn't do it justice let me uh let me let me show you Well, gosh, wrong way. Uh, you can see that this game uh, is about otters in space, and they are kind of floating around, and you are um, navigating these levels, and uh, the trailer has lots of otter facts. So it's a very peculiar-looking peculiar game, and I am pretty psyched about it. Uh, not at first, but when I saw that trailer, I... I kind of had to go for it because the music is awesome and it has that that fun fun drive uh, built into it. And then lastly, and there's more games that I'm mentioning, by the way. I'm just kind of picking out a few. On Friday, we have a couple more that I think are worth mentioning. One is called Signs of... Where's Nate? He's not... Or where's the, L? He's not even here. Signs of, Signs of Sojourner. the Sojourner. Signs of the Sojourner. And this one's weird because it is a card game. But the cards that you are dealing don't have like numbers on them. 
um, or like attack. They don't attack that I can tell. They are for driving like communication and conversations with people. So it's a narrative card game. Kind of weird, but I know some of you guys love your card games, and uh, I definitely know one Time Lord that that probably speaks to. Also coming out on Friday is a game called Can't Drive This. I'm trying to get a copy of this game so me and at least Kenny can stream it. And it is a game where you play with a buddy, and while you are racing, your buddy is building the track in front of you. And if you go too slow, you will explode. If, sorry, if you go too slow, you will explode. And uh, it is it kind of does it like a way out. So it will put two both of your screens on there so you can kind of see what they're doing uh, while you're driving. And it will go up to four players split screen. And it is online and it looks like a crazy time. So um, yeah, that's called Can't Drive This. And the last one coming out, ooh, a lot of stuff, is called... I'm excited! Angry Video Game Nerd 1 and 2 Deluxe. Now, this is one that some gamer internet YouTube people from long ago probably know about Angry Video Game Nerd. This is a new thing for me. <laughs> I was wikipedia him a little bit yesterday, and uh, apparently he is uh, very famous in this world, complaining about games, and he made his own game. Uh, in fact, he made two of them, uh, Angry Video Game Nerd Adventures and... Angry Video Game Nerd 2 reassimilated. Um, and so they've had their 2020 to 2021 piece of uh, updates to them. It came out on PC and Nintendo Switch. Well, now it's coming to Xbox. Um, from If you ever played the original back in the day, they have enhanced the visuals, even though they're still 8-bit. Uh, they updated the game engine. They have added difficulty options. Uh, it looks like a hardcore um, tough as balls, Nintendo platformer. So I'm, I'm kind of curious to see the difficulty selections. They have normal and easy now with infinite lives. I, I don't know if that has any, uh, anything related to achievements, but that's there. Uh, other quality of life improvements. And they actually added a new chapter to the story. So that, that's pretty cool. So even if you are a fan of that, there will be a little bit of new content there. And of course we can get achievements on them now. Uh, if you if any of that sounds good, uh, if you like kind of retro style games, especially platformers, definitely look this up. I will uh, I will be picking this up for sure. I've been doing my best to uh, <laughs> get you to check out some of his videos because I get the feeling that there's going to be definitely some inside jokes in there. Although from looking at the video footage, it just looks like a mishmash of uh, NES games. I yeah, I'm sure there's in inside there. jokes to his channel. There are definitely callbacks to other video games and other pop culture stuff. Yes. So that alone, uh, that alone, like there's this crazy looking E.T. thing on the screen. Uh, and there are clearly Mario related things. I see like a sun floating around the screen um, mm-hmm. and there's cartridges and like energy drink or beer bottles you're picking up. I don't know. Uh, this guy is peed in the snow and it's, he, he wrote ass. I don't know. It, lo- it looks great. I, I, I can't find anything bad about this game at the moment. So until I play it, I'm pumped. Looks like the Steam version's $15. Yeah, the TA page is, is guessing that it's going to be $15 as well, it seems. 
That might be its own little downfall. I guess. I guess that's not a bad price. Yeah, the, the TA page does it links to actual Microsoft, so you can pre-order this for fifteen dollars. Uh, oh, right. It is two games, uh, although they do have achievements already loaded, and it is only at one thousand gamer score. So it is a collection. So people in the uh, collection genre, the, that'll be uh, for you. But looks all good. Still. Like if I had to pick one game out of this whole entire section, it would be that, uh, and that's going uh, against Space Otters. What? That's otter control. Yep. So uh, yeah, let's uh, let's go on to contest. Um, L, tell us about G Task. Was there? It was a quiet week, right? <laughs> well, there was definitely lots of drama with some. DQs and stuff, but I don't want to get into any of that. As far as I'm concerned, no one in our community was eliminated, so we move forward. That's the way I look at it. Special that thank you. Special thank you to Planting for all his hard work. I know he's been very sleep deprived looking at the data of some shenanigans going on, but thank you very much for all you do. Most of us don't cheat in G-Task, but for those who do, like Fufu Cuddly Poof, uh, you know, they make it not fun for the rest of us. So, don't Yeah, we are cheat. following um, Triple Triad and Elroy for individual and the Quarantine Boys and Is This Team Jim's Infamous Ballad of Intoxicated Shredded Robots and Ice Fire? Is this just fantasy? So yeah, that, that, that we're tracking. Uh, there's only a couple weeks left uh, for this nonsense to end, and uh, it's going to be a bloodbath. Nate, yeah, yeah. So how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Fantastic. You know, I just Mitch, wanted to Mitch tell Mitch show you. check in. <laughs> I just wanted to check in and tell you about the gamer tag challenge. Um, oh, good. Tell me. This is the month of March, which means that our gamer tag is a Hizo. And his wildcard game is anything in the Mass Effect series. So that's an achievement or a previous completion in the game will get you that one bonus draw. Uh, for the bonus bonus, uh, it's called You've Got a Friend in Me. And the achievements containing the text <laughs> toy or story uh, is equal to one bonus draw per achievement limit, one per game. And we are taking... Um, <laughs> we're taking... Basically, the, the letters in sequence. So toy or story. So history would count, but stories, so variation of pluralizations and stuff like that, are not allowed in this case. If you have any questions, check out the channel, ask there, and we will have lots of fun answering. Just hit up Nate. Yeah, in the channel. Oh, man, you've been really quiet, Kenny. Well, I figure I'd turn the mic off so you guys aren't hearing a crying baby. Um, Do you all a favor. Yeah, there was definitely no baby podcasting while you were gone totally not De- i was here the whole time not. completely professional oh, we know what we're doing we've done this for well, a we've been time. waiting for you so what are your sale games for the week oh son of a gun <laughs> i told you move on <laughs> i heard l i was listening <laughs> for that of moving on let's go to brag camp as are you back are you are you doing this thing <laughs> yeah i'm back I, okay I got he's this. back everybody Baby in hand. <laughs> I'm back. We got this. I have a baby in my arm, so let's see how Could this works. you speak works. up? I can't hear you. Am I try- you can, can you, you yell, yell this part yell out? a little bit? Yeah, could you yell this part out a little bit? 
<laughs> I mean, it's really proclamation yeah. point. You kind of almost got me. Proclaim to gesticulate wildly. <laughs> but yes, if you would like your milestones read on the show, be sure to friend the TA profile AH101 pound sign 4639. Speaking of our lovely TA friends, Mental Night and Chuyan Ice, both of you guys have completed 650 games. I don't know who's a better gamer, but by these numbers, you're exactly the same. Also, friend of the show <laughs> and friend of mine, Prue, Sir Prue, has completed 850 games. For a completion percentage, Kitty Skies and Mike Pitch have hit 77%. Nice, uh, lucky sevens there. Alex R. Davies, he's been on a Vayner kick as of late, and he's at 80% completion percentage. Bedholm is 81%. And Ben L, 72, 90%. Nice. Ratio Haton, 90, has reached a new milestone of 1.7. Uh, Quick Don't Die has a ratio of 2.2. And Fista Roboto has a TA ratio of 2.3. People be playing them hard games. In streaks. About time. Alex R. Davies is currently on a 50-day achievement win streak. Philip Wendell is on a 300-day win streak. Mental Knight 5 is on a 1,000 achievement. Wait, hold on. Keep mixing these <laughs> day things in with the regulars. Forget it. Mental did nothing. Oops. He did nothing. Philip Wendell is currently on a 300-day achievement win streak. And Wakapael is currently on a 2,700-day achievement win streak. In achievements 1, Elephalette 77 and Survivalist has won 16,000 achievements. And Bedholm has has won nineteen thousand achievements for gamer score. Faustian Greed, I totally said that name wrong. One hundred fifty thousand gamer scored. Uh, Creature Backwards, four hundred fifty thousand gamer scored. Survivalist again, five hundred thousand gamer score. Halfway to the big one million. Ozbuffniak, five hundred fifty thousand gamer scored. Norvin Lass. 600,000. MDP, don't kill L, 650,000 gamer score. Uh, Red 047, 700,000 gamer score. Wild West 08, 750,000 gamer score. And Stan, some time in the past, good old Toadstyle Venom has reached 1 million gamer score. Oh, no, it's totally recent from what I understand. We just Hey, all it. of these milestones have happened before we said them. No, we, nobody indicates when they happened. Exactly. So congrats, Sometime Stan, in the past. on hitting one million gamer score. It was totally recent. Feels just like yesterday. <laughs> Definitely was yesterday. Al, it's your turn. I'm getting... He's alphabetizing. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I've already did that for I'm him. I'm getting hypnotized by you patting the baby. <laughs> it's like... Uh, what do you call that? A, tick- a metronome. TikTok thing. <laughs> Clock? A metronome? No, no, no. Oh, I TikTok. hope he lets out a huge burp. <laughs> <laughs> Neo21 has reached a new milestone of 800,000 TA score. Survivalist, 950,000 TA score. Quick Don't Die, 1.4 million TA score. And Mr. Total Venom, who definitely just got this. Milestone within the last 
either day or month or year has 1.6 million TA score. In leaderboards, Alex R. Davies is in the top 1,000 of the Gamerscore leaderboard for Metroidvania, as he would say, and in the top 500 for the TA leaderboard for Metroidvania. Bastion Readers in the top 50 of the TA difference leaderboard for Shoot'em Ups. E.L. Sockets in the game is now in the top 100 for the Massachusetts Achievements 1 leaderboard. MDP, a.k.a. Murphy the Policeman, is now in the top 50 of the Canadia Completed Games leaderboard. Mental Knight, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Big Lip, is now in the top 10 of the TA Difference leaderboard for Party. Mental Knight 5, a.k.a. The Big Lip, is now in the top 5 of the Gamer Score leaderboard for Party. And Mental Knight 5, a.k.a. Big Lip's House, is now in the top 5 for TA leaderboard for Party. These are did he did he achieve those while simul playing with you? Yes, he did, and these are all inside jokes related to Ghost Files, and it is an amazing game. Quick, don't die is now in the <laughs> top five of the USAT leaderboard for Rouge Lights, and Red zero four seven <laughs> is now second in the main TA leaderboard. Nice. If I moved to main, I'd probably be second also, maybe even first. You can't have two seconds. What is? What are you talking about? You said that to if you stay moved to main, main, you would be second. Also, you can't have two seconds. There's only one second. Oh, I see what you mean. So he'd be first or third, or something. There you go. Okay. Math. In life events, Hatton ninety. Had a birthday on March 8th. Happy birthday, my friend. I hope you get all the sports games you ever wanted. But I think he showed us a, a haul that he got from with some 360 games for some reason. So he's going to be... Why not buy more games? Yes. Happy um, birthday. May the queen bless you with tea and crumpets. <laughs> on top shelf, tea and crumpets. Earl Grey tea and crumpets. Happy birthday, Mr. Hatton. Skeptical Mario asks, what food from a video game do you wish you could eat? Oh, man, what a loaded question. I, of course, since I'm older, thought of a one-up mushroom because why wouldn't you want to eat a one-up mushroom? Then, you know, you could do like Groundhog Day and just like try to jump off buildings and then eat a one-up mushroom and then like, you know, try to get hit by a car and then eat a one-up mushroom, you know. It'll be fun. That's yeah, it'll be fun. That's not where I thought you were going to take that. What, do you think I was going to say sandwich? No. <laughs> I do that in real life. No, when you were talking about the one-up mushroom, oh. I'm like, oh, he wants to, you know, take the one-up mushroom, be giant, go destroy New York like Godzilla. I'm pretty sure Godzilla destroyed Japan. No, he definitely destroyed New Never. York. I watched that movie. That was in SimCity. No, Godzilla did that. He's not very nice. So, Kenny, what food from a video game do you wish you could eat? <laughs> oh. It's not a one-up mushroom. <laughs> He's stolen like Joseph over there. Yeah, Kenny. So, the first thing that popped into mind was the sweet rolls from Skyrim. And if you've seen them, they look quite delicious. And also, you could feasibly cre- you could feasibly bake them. Uh I believe it was I believe there's like a Bethesda like baking guide or something like that and there's actually a recipe for it. 
But other than that, um, I don't know. What about you, Corey? So I think I would have to go with the most basic real-life food item that I could pick, which would be the cake from Portal. No, that's a lie. It doesn't exist. No, I can eat it. It's in the question. <laughs> the cake is a lie. Like, which one would you eat? Also, there you is apparently a famous a sand. It's a, it's a sandwich. Sandwich from Team Fortress 2. <laughs> well, thanks for asking. Uh, on the Discord, I joked. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get a chance to ask? <laughs> Are you not going to answer? From the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, I would eat pizza, but that's, that's a little Hell too easy. Hell yeah. I would, I would have Ooh, to say almost anything in Final Fantasy Road Trip. Because they made all that food look so good. Road trip. Yeah, Final Fantasy Road Trip where you're in the car. Oh, comrades. Yeah, you're the boys in the car, the boy band driving around 15. cooking great food. Yeah, XV. Yeah, all that food looked really good. I thought you were talking about like elixirs and stuff. No, no, no. I'm talking about the food. Like after you, <laughs> yes, after you the finish food those in that game looked battles, amazing. Yeah, everything was glossy and, and shiny and mm-hmm. probably just coated in like a film of sugar. Looked looked great. I mean, to be fair, that pizza in TMNT also looks delicious. It's super cheesy looking. So but, yeah, you know, let the us pizza know. In, their their pizza is definitely Ooh, not lettuce. made of cauliflower. Let us know oh. your video game food. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> in the Discord, discord.io slash ah101, at a lot or or if you don't want to be in the Discord for some dumb reason. You could send us a Twitter tweet on the Twitter at Achievements101. Or if you don't want to do that for some dumb reason, you could head over to the Twitch and you could post a comment on one of our streams, twitch.tv slash Achievement Hunter slash AH101. Or, 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 if you, for some dumb reason you don't want to do that, you could be cool. You could post a comment on one of the Patreon videos that we have, patreon.com slash Achievement Hunting 101. Although that one takes your monies, and we would greatly appreciate your monies. Yeah, monies. Stop trying to get out of doing Patreon videos, Kenny. We know which one you have to do. <laughs> no, 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 well, no, technically. No. I'll sing along with it. Even though it would totally be embarrassing for me to sing in front of everyone. I would never do that. I uh, I, I totally forgot about that video until <laughs> the other day. And then... So, yeah, that's, we'll do that. Yeah, if there's any type of patron content you want, let us know. Trying to think of some ideas, like maybe reaction videos or something. Something Strip teases. Jars of mayonnaise. Oh, I love mayo, but that, that, no. I mean, only one jar is plenty, okay? I could go for a world record. Five jars in three minutes, or five pounds in three minutes. All right, sounds like you guys don't want to see that. You know so what? I, mean, that, if you strip I would fully fund that. <laughs> I, I'll even let you go with the light mayonnaise. The light mayonnaise. Why would I do light? That's gross. Light mayonnaise, Regular is, mayonnaise, is, light mayonnaise is terrible, and Miracle Whip is even more terrible. I was going to say, what if would we don't do Miracle Whip? Yeah. No. Miracle Whip is horrible. Ugh. Hellman's is the best. Would you really try it for five minutes? Eat as much mayonnaise as you can. I mean, how much am I being paid? Because um, I'm going to throw up. You're doing it for content. 
You're doing this for the love of the patrons. Um, How much is their love worth to you, Kenny? Uh, uh, well, we'll workshop that idea. Because <laughs> I don't want to get... Sh- I don't want to get stuck into actually having to eat like five pounds of mayonnaise. I mean, maybe you can blend that in with your uh, Victoria's <laughs> dance and just <laughs> pound down the mayonnaise, do your dance. Yeah, pound it. That sounds awful. <laughs> All right, we'll do it. That sounds so bad. All right, that's, that's planned. Like done and done. Good job. What, what, what? No, no. We need more people to approve this. That, that, no, that can't be a thing yet. I'm pretty sure we are majority rules here. No. I, we'll workshop this. But with that, thank you all for listening. See you next week. Ba-ba-ba. Goodbye, friends. And leave off the last ass for savings. <laughs> what? Hellman's? You don't want discount mayonnaise. Nobody wants discount mayonnaise. Hellman's isn't discount. I know. That's what I'm saying. That wasn't a Hellman's song. It was a different song. There's a Hellman's song? I don't remember what it was. Yeah, bring out the Hellman's. I'll let you do four darts of store brand. (laughs) I don't even know anymore. Yeah, that's the Hellman's song. For one jar. I like mayonnaise. (laughs) I may be able to get like a spoonful down. Do they they make an all-based sauce? Like... Can you just mix that seasoning with water and then take a shot of it? I mean, I'll do that easy. That's nothing. I'll I'll do the the a shot of Old Bay straight. What about That's a shot easy. of Tabasco? Oh god, that sounds awful. I hate Tabasco. What about cauliflower? <laughs> bring out the helmets and bring out the best. Best friends, brother is a word for me. Hello and welcome to a new, freshly vaccinated, if a little belated, edition of Chewy's Challenge Championship, where we'll be bringing you the results of our Viral Achievements Month. Face coverings are mandatory, and revealing what March has in store. For our main event in February, the Virology 101 Challenge tasks community members to give and receive viral achievements in order to share the score, share the love, and undoubtedly share the germs. As well as achievements officially flagged as viral on TA, we also extended the definition to include things that could have been achieved through active sharing, such as the weapons in Fable 3 or items in Rocket League. Also, the more an achievement was spread, the more valuable it became, with a point increase for every few additional people that received it. Well, the month is now over, the viral spread has been fully tallied, and I can reveal that a total of 63 achievements were spread by 15 community members to 23 different recipients. 25 unique achievements from 17 games were used, with the most spread achievement being Brutal Legends 6 Degrees of Schaefer with 7 infections. Jetpack Refueled's aptly named Infection was spread 5 times, as were Certifiable and One Better in Rocket League. But who were the MVPs of the event? That's most viral play carriers, I hear you ask. Well, on the recipient side, J Black, Ahizo, and Hatton each received six virals. However, Hatton takes the lead with 12 points when you factor in the bonus scoring as he received some of the most spread achievements. <laughs>
On the spreader side, I personally got my hands dirty by giving away 10 achievements. MDP provided 13, most of which coming from the aforementioned Rocket League items, and Mental Knight delivered 12. Yet although Mental shared one fewer than MDP, when the bonuses are applied, he takes the lead with 25 points due to his frankly excessive spreading in both Brutal Legend and Jetpack Refueled. It was really great to see the community pull together to share their viral loads with each other, and we hope you all continue to do so long after this event has passed into our distant memories. I also feel compelled to point out that as a result of this event, MDP and J Black are now married business partners with a child in Fable 3. Those Canadians, so progressive. Our other challenge in February had the faction formerly known as the Horsemen turning on each other, with Vulgar Latin, Chesno, Freaky Row, and Jimbot fighting over who earns the most gamer score, with the caveat that any game started would incur a penalty of 10% of that game's total score. Freaky Row only started one game, but he also only managed 1800 gamer score, putting him way, way down at the bottom. Jimbot got nearly 17,000 gamer score, but started 22 games, giving him a third place position with a score of around 14,700. Chesno and Vulgar, on the other hand, were both very close on gamer score, with both in the 18,000s, but with 17 games started to Chesno's 22, Vulgar secures the win, ending on 17,200 points to the Sheba's 16,000. Moving on to March, and I'm unreliably informed that this is traditionally the time of year when people like to party. Something, something, spring break, something, something. Apparently, basketball is also a thing in March. I wouldn't know. I'm British. And because what with one thing and another, parties and basketball aren't really happening that much right now. So let's correct that by making our own party right here in AH101. Oh, and also basketball. The Party Poppers Challenge asks you to earn gamer score in any party or basketball genre games to score. But if you make it to the end of the party and grab a completion, you'll get another 50% added to your score for that game. If you want to join in the fun, react to the pin post in the Chewy CC channel and let's... challenge two, those pesky horsemen are back and have worked out their differences to take on the community once again. They think the four of them can collectively earn more TAD than 10 whole community members. We asked 10 folks to volunteer their services to form the Decouplet of Doom and the 10 that have been chosen are Elroy, Simso, Hatton, Legohead, Ahizo, Triple Triad, Northern Lass, Wheezy Fuzz, Mental Knight and Death Dealers. Can these ten brave souls bring down the quarrelsome quartet, or will the horsemen yet again take the victory? Finally for March, Vulgar Latin likes to tell everyone that collection is his favourite genre, and one he likes to chase the leaderboards for. Despite me stating that collection isn't actually a real genre, it's just a classification that the game is in fact a game of games. Regardless, he wants to let it be known that he is superior to all of you in this non-genre, 
by setting an open challenge to earn more than him in the month. So far we have over 10 people who have risen to the challenge and if you want to get stuck in, react to the relevant pin post in the Chewy CC channel. For the year-long challenges, in Chesno's crazy completion clearance, Jester has extended his lead with an impressive completed to started games difference of 25. A couple of other folks have joined NBA Kirkland to tie at second, with him, EOJ and Big L all sitting at a difference of 15. In the year of the Assassin, things are beginning to really pick up as joining Aliphalet's story completion in Odyssey, J Black also wrapped up the story for that game, whilst Jester did so in Brotherhood and Chronicles India and Ahizo and Volga wrapped up Arno's story in Unity. We've also added two more prize criteria to the challenge, with most DLC completions winning a prize. So far, Ahizo, Volga, Eliphalet, J Black and Weezyfuzz are all on the board for that one. The third prize involves full game completions, but the prize will only be given out if the community as a whole manages to complete every entry in the Assassin's Creed series between them. Stacks in this case only count as one unique version of the game, but the bundled remasters for the Ezio collection and Assassin's Creed 3 are counted as unique entries. The Chronicles games also need completing, but the Windows and Windows Phone games do not. If we manage to complete the series as a community, the prize draw will become active, and any completion that anyone has earned throughout the year will be added to the prize pool. So far, Unity has been ticked off the list by Ahizo and Volga, whilst Wheezy Fuzz has Odyssey all wrapped up, so it's a good start, but there's quite a ways to go. Seeing as I'm actually a week late getting this to you, I can also provide you with a goal-getter update for both January and February. For January, Lord of Dookie led the board just above AOJ, with Mike Pitch and Legohead tied for third, thanks to them all getting big score in Achievements, Gamer Score and True Achievement Score. The big zittle on push was a big contributing factor to a lot of people's score that month. For February, GTASK is clearly a big factor in the scoring, with Icefire, Jimbot and Benel all pulling in big numbers, alongside high ratios to secure top rankings. Icefire manages fourth, just behind Jimbot, whilst Benel leads the table. However, perhaps most impressive is Alex R. Davis, who took second place with some massive scoring across all the rankings, including a solid 2.65 ratio and 16 completions, despite not even being in the G-Task. With both January and February scores combined, our overall top 5 in reverse order is currently Lord of Dookie, Legohead, MDP, EOJ, and leading the way is Benel72. I'm looking forward to seeing if this lot can maintain their lofty positions as the year progresses, or if anyone else can nudge their way up the rankings. And that's all for now, folks. As always, if you want to get involved in any of this madness, make sure you opt into the Chewy CC channel, or send me a DM with any challenge ideas you have for the wider community or head-to-head -head matches. I've been Chewy on Ice, and you will always find me in the kitchen at parties. You'll always find him in the kitchen at parties. You will always find him in the kitchen at parties. You will always find him in the kitchen at parties. What's up, everybody?
Welcome back for another episode of everyone's favorite new out of 2021 full-length segment featuring three people, I don't want to offend anybody, Abandonment Issues, where we discuss our abandonment issues. I feel like the title of this one doesn't really leave uh, much to the imagination, but if you listen to the first one, then you know what it's about. If you didn't listen to the first one, then you don't know what it's about, but in either case, me... One of my esteemed colleagues and one of our lesser esteemed colleagues are going to uh, uh, grill each other, I guess. Drill each other? I don't know. Something each other. On games that we have left abandoned that are just forever bringing down our completion percentage. Maybe someday we'll go back. Maybe we won't. But there is certainly a story to be told on why this game has been left abandoned. So who is this we? Joining me from a chilly Tennessee afternoon... The Roy himself. What's up, Elroy? Oh, what's up, man? That's uh, yeah. I mean, who says that we haven't already revisited these games? Maybe we'll maybe we'll find that we have. Ooh, yeah, a little teaser. I don't know if I can trust anything you're saying though, because you have sleeves on. <laughs> no, man, we just had the, the coldest few days we ever had, so it, it's all gone now. But I don't know, it's still a little cold in the house. <laughs> Talk about not you know. leaving much to the imagination. Oh my goodness! <laughs> well, and speaking of imagination, um. <laughs> A guy with a very vivid imagination, uh, because he's just just a wee Scotsman, but he thinks he's a Wookiee. Chewy, hey. Now you said an esteemed colleague and a not so esteemed colleague, and you didn't commit to any names, but I feel like I must press you to those names. I mean, do we really do we really need to do this? I think we all know <laughs> who is the esteemed. All right. Well, I mean, if there's any doubt, uh, Chewy is the esteemed colleague, and Elroy is the. Yes. Now, now, <laughs> now, in defense, if this is about the sleeves, in my defense, I am sitting in what we call the coon room, which is the room that the raccoon got in the attic above, what? and so that is the room where the damn coon destroyed all the insulation. So this is the coldest room in the house. Uh, when they fixed it, I don't know if they shot any more insulation up in there, but it's where he made his nest. I'm sitting right below, kind of where that was. He, so he said, "Esteemed, not ensleeved." I was going to make the same joke. I don't think he realizes that esteemed and unsleeved are different words. But thank you for the explanation. Um, You're welcome. Well, I mean, we know the breakdown, and I uh, hopefully my recap was sufficient for listeners. Do we want to uh, dive right into our abandonment issues? Well, before we get going, oh, go uh, Elroy made a tease at the top there that I have to officially announce that both of my games that you claimed were abandoned are now thoroughly unabandoned. Very so, nice. So uh, wow. I have now gone back and unabandoned the infectious madness of Dr. Decker and oh. Star Wars The Force Unleashed. I did two. see you played that one, actually. You put something mm. in in chat, I think. Yes. What, uh, what kind of hashtag games are we talking here? Did you finish that? Oh, God. No, 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 no. I mean, I'm, I'm talking about like away, a huh? day before we plan to record it, so I'll go back and uh, <laughs> make some claims. Uh, I, I, I did uh, the 500 responses and questions asked on... Oh, uh, nice. So I've nice. literally doubled my contribution to that game in terms of questions, but only halfway <laughs> to the total 1,000. And uh, yeah, And yes, I did ask whether they were wearing any underwear. Um, and uh, Star Wars and First Unleashed, First Unleashed, I went back and I did some cleanup. So I cleaned up a lot of the miscellaneous kind of stuff. Uh, all that's left now in that one is a hard playthrough and the challenges, which 
I believe are quite challenging. So is that part yeah. of the DLC or is that separate? No, that's main main game. You have to okay. gold medal or uh, ten challenges, which are kind of little sub levels you unlock uh, gotcha. as you progress, and they are pretty tricky for me anyway. I was, uh, you're just a Wookiee, though, can't you? Just run in and <laughs> and just win. Yeah, just tear everyone's arms <laughs> yeah. off. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, it's a lot of platforming, and we're not known for our jumping. That's, that's true. You are not known for being nimble. Mm-hmm. All right, yes. Ten, so. just run in and take care of all those enslaved people. So for me. I, I must say that uh, I, too, had a little success in the sense that I revisited the wonderful game that Chewie picked out for me, which was uh, Bros of Two, uh, or Army of Bros, uh, what, whichever you prefer. And I went ahead and moved the ball forward. I uh, got you know, a couple of Chivos, uh, about three or four, advanced the storyline, got a few headshots in there. Um, I had no idea what was going on because it had been I like picked it up and played it for a while then I put it away and then uh, yeah it's it's like the the storyline it, it was complete like completely lost on me but apparently some people that I thought were my friends were traitors and they uh it was it was a big story arc that I did not see coming and that I had no idea it was going to happen because I didn't remember who those characters were but apparently it was big <laughs> um and then uh uh, the other one, I can't say that I picked it back up because uh, I had back surgery. So I really appreciate you picking a game that I could not do, <laughs> given that I was physically unable to dance like a chipmunk. That's that's a fair excuse. But why couldn't the rhino <laughs> dance like a chipmunk? <laughs> Hold it, remove it. See, I think the rhino weighs more than 10 pounds, and so the doctor would be upset if I <laughs> if tried you had to, to lift the uh, rhino. <laughs> lift the rhino and move it around in a very chipmunky fashion. You heard it here, folks. Elroy has a <laughs> ten pound plus rhino in his house. <laughs> that is correct. All right. Well, I uh, I did not revisit either <laughs> of my games, so Attaboy. I got nothing to contribute to this little mini blurb. So, shall we just dive right into the next batch of abandoned games? I think, Mister Roy, why don't you start hmm. this show off? With my game, I would like to know, and probably at least one other person would like to know, maybe two, um, why hath ye abandoned Zombie Driver Ultimate Edition? <laughs> oh, Zombie Driver, huh? Yeah. Uh, there is, I, I picked this for a reason, but I want to hear what you got first. All right, so on this one, uh, I started it way back. I used to really like the, the zombie games, and so... So I, I, I kind of picked up a lot of these uh, zombie games, and so I don't know. I, I, I thought I'd try it. This was back before I, I really realized that I hated driving games, and so this is actually a driving game. It has very little to do with zombies other than you run over zombies, a so it's more of a driving. <laughs> yeah, a lot, of, a lot of zombies in their ways. So I started this game and kind of played it for a while, and then time passed. I, I became a true achievement hunter, and then... Uh, I just kind of forgot about it, honestly. And then it kind of made its rounds through the Student Achievement Factory. And so there was a little progress there uh, because I think it was on my uh, random to-do list at at some point. And so, yeah, there was a time when it was on the random to-do list. So I had uh, this one young man take a crack at it. And he did all right. Nah, this was uh, Fernando, I believe. And uh, he did all right. Yeah, well, Nacho. Nacho, he's more of a first-person shooter. <laughs> and uh, 
Uh, he did pretty good, but he didn't do too terribly great, but he did get me interested in it again. And then I ended up getting the achievements. So I ended up relearning the, the whole thing and got a few achievements. And then I started throwing out there something about, was it a zombie driver? Was it because he drives into zombies or was it a zombie himself that drove? And then I remember somebody in the discord saying something about how you had to beat the game to find out and that there was a, uh, a twist ending at the end. And I never did. So I have no idea if the guy driving the car was a zombie himself or what have you. But uh, not overly fun. I, I think I got stuck on the the ones where you had to... I don't know. There's just one one stage i just can't get through very well and I, I just lost interest and and then there was a bunch of like uh let's see i'm pulling it up here uh blood races yeah the blood races not not digging the blood races <laughs> yeah i don't know just all in all a very forgettable game in my book uh it looks like i should probably go back to it there's a lot of ta well uh, that's D on there. why i picked this one <laughs> actually um yeah I have decided instead of uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I guess disparaging your G-tasked um, participation. <laughs> there's quite a bit of of TA to be earned mm -hmm. here, um, just for beating the story mode, which is one boss and then like a little mini cutscene after the boss. Oh, for real? Am I, am I close? Maybe 20 minutes of gameplay. Uh, that's gonna get you uh, 163 TA in in 20 minutes. Nothing crazy, but mm. hmm, not too bad. Yeah, respectable. Uh, mm. TA difference. Sorry, not just TA, but TA difference. Uh, can you tell if I'm pretty close to that or what? Yeah, uh, actually, sort of the, what called me to this game in the first place was you did all of the story missions except defeat the last boss. <laughs> you just made it oh, literally to the, the the last boss, the climax of the game. <laughs> the answer to you your tell, question really. of who's a zombie, and then you just stop. That is ultimate abandonment, isn't it? Right? Getting That's what I mean. Like, you, can tell, you can tell it really had my interest because I was just really hanging on. Uh, but yeah, yeah I, I, I see your point there. Yeah, I'm looking at the achievement list. It seems defeat the last boss in story mode and then complete the story mode. Those both are right there. Yep. And if uh, I recall, you beat the last boss <laughs> and then it pops right away. And then there's like a little cutscene, And then once the credits pop up, you, you've completed story mode. So there's, for some reason, 19 people who beat the boss and then quit the game before that, you know, 90 second cutscene. Most people have even worse issues than me. I mean, I, I, I was just like, eh, I'm good. But they're like, yeah, I'm really good. I'm just, I kill the boss. I'm good. It's I like, uh, it's I like turning off the sixth sense right before you find out that he's Luke's father. <laughs> exactly. I mean, that is. Uh, yeah, I don't know. it's so just true. there's like a couple miscellaneous achievements that I, I feel like you'd have yeah. to go back for. I think they're like chapter select. Uh, but then just yeah, that last boss. What the heck, dude? Yeah, that's I, I, that's a fair point. Um, <laughs> it looks like it looks like I could uh, go back and uh, remedy this, and uh, maybe I'll give another look at all these blood races and slaughter modes. I, I was doing well in them, uh, mm -hmm. like at one point, and then I just kind of stopped. Uh, so, well, the, the game is yeah. estimated at a fifteen to twenty hour completion, and according to the time tracking <laughs> no. which you know whether that's accurate or not who knows but you're at nearly 18 hours so you know you've only got two hours worth of gameplay max to put it back into. yeah actually i pulled mine up um i have the full 2000 in this game there's the base thousand and then a title update for a thousand um free dlc and i clocked in 17 hours 44 minutes for the full 2000 there you go oh nice mm. so yeah, i mean well, you you are 
You're right there, man. <laughs> you are right there. Mm. <laughs> all right, so good. F- yeah, f- all right. Oh, my uh, fault. I lied. There's two title updates for 500 each. Not that that changes anything. But... Yeah, I've, I've done most of them. Uh, there's just one. One. Uh, yeah, killed the other racers ten times in a race event. I never got that one. And then, yeah, then I just have a, to get gold medals and everything. But yeah. Uh, this is a this is a great candidate. Maybe I'll have to uh, go back and revisit this one. Yeah, I don't know. That's what I figured. It just seems very un-Elroy. You, you <laughs> don't frequently make it. Yeah, if you quit, it's early <laughs> on or like just halfway through. But it's very unlike you to persevere that far and then just walk away. Well, plus it's it's not like it was. You know, you get like twenty gamer score for beating the boss. I mean, this is a hundred fifty gamer score. hundred fifty points, dude. What are you doing? <laughs> I know that's that's very un- unlike me to leave hundred fifty <laughs> uh, gamer score on the table. So, uh, yes, that is a very fair argument. I think that I can make this happen and uh, give this a second look. Excellent candidate. Awesome, and I I rather enjoyed the game for for what it was. Is it the best game I ever played? No, but I mean, you get in a car and you drive around and you kill zombies. Uh-huh. It was. <laughs> so maybe next next week we can talk about why it's called Zombie Driver. Maybe you will finally find out why it's called <laughs> I will finally Zombie find Driver. Out. Ultimate Edition. Oh, and so I picked Elroy's game. Uh, Elroy, mm. why don't you pick Chewie's game? Go. All right. <laughs> well, Chewie, um, so this segment's all about the, these games that kind of, you know, linger in the, in the backlog and kind of haunt us, you know, like they just kind of <laughs> That was pretty good. Sorry, I know what yeah. it is. I'm not going to spoil it. But that was <laughs> right, pretty so, good. All right. So I thought it was just fitting um, that uh, given the nature of the segment uh, that we perhaps exercise, exercise some of these uh, games that are lingering in your backlog. And that leads us directly to a very extreme game. A very extreme exorcism. Oh, this game. <laughs> <laughs> this game. All, all the hints were there. Yes. Yeah, so, so uh, according to the uh, the interwebs, it looks like you got about halfway through it. Uh, it looks like you started it back in 2016-ish, maybe? Mm-hmm. Uh, and by, yeah, in 2016, it sat there for a while. Uh, actually, you just kind of dived it, and I then did, you came yeah. back. Mm-hmm. You came back to it in 2018, and then briefly again in 2019, and it looks like it's just just not happening for you. That's extremely <sighs> lame. Do you, are you familiar with this game? <laughs> I am, actually. Have you uh, But it? see, I can, t- I can talk crap because I have 700 gamers That's score. That's right. You only he have is slightly better Ooh. than you, Mr. Chewbacca. <laughs> Wait, what have you got that's different? I need to know this. It's very important. <laughs> I have... Hang on, let's see here. I have gotten the uh, Necromancer and the Grand Tour and the Take That Physics Achievement. So, mm. uh, I have not gotten. We have both failed in the extreme exorcist and the unchallenged ones. So those are the ones right. where you have to go through all the challenges and such. Okay, so this game is an odd little uh, kind of arcadey game, right? It's kind of an action mm-hmm. game where eight bit, yeah, it's eight bit pixel style, and it's um, you play as, <laughs> I guess, an exorcist. As, as the title might suggest, uh, and you are in a house, and you move around a level, and then 
every so often a ghost will appear, but the ghost copies all of the actions that you just performed in the last few seconds on a loop. <laughs> and then a new ghost and a new ghost and new ghosts come. And if you uh, are shooting at ghosts with all the many guns that appear, then the ghosts will then be shooting at you because they are looping all of the shots you've just made. So you have to go around shooting ghosts while also avoiding all of the shots that you just made on yourself, if that makes sense. It's crazy. It's crazy! <laughs> and it just gets really hectic. And then and then every so often you get this angel power-up, angel wings power-up, that allows you to exercise all of the ghosts. And you can say, this house is clean! Um, was but, that your uh, American accent? No, that was the, that's the weird lady in the poltergeist. <laughs> Not just American, weird lady American. Okay, all right. This house okay. is clean! <laughs> It almost sounds like the lady that fell and couldn't get up. I think but, I uh... just found my new ringtone. <laughs> uh, and it wasn't clean, the silly lady. They they all came back in the last 10 minutes of that movie. Anyway, uh, yes. But I have I finished the game. I, I killed the last boss. I've done it. It's done. I don't need to go back to it. I, <laughs> I am, am done. done. I am done with this game. Uh, the reason I didn't do that last few achievements... so. Uh, apart from killing the boss, which I have done, so I consider it finished. You have to <laughs> die. You have to. When, the one you've got, which I don't have, one of them is you have to die one thousand times. <laughs> of course, Elroy has that one. Of course he yeah, has because yeah. <laughs> I finished it and I've died two hundred and eighty-seven times. So I've only done a third of the deaths and I've completed the game. So I'm. I'm I would have to sit there literally dying on repeat for. I don't know. You tell me, Elroy. How long? <laughs> well, there's a, there's a great guide in there where basically you load up this one stage. Thank you, Pool Sharker. Um, I don't know. That's who wrote the guide. Uh, but uh, there's a you just fall in the pit mm. of spikes three times, basically, and then restart the challenge. So just do it during this challenge. I'd imagine it's something that it's a nephew real... could do quite well, but I, 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 <laughs> yeah. lack, I lack a nephew, so I, I just haven't. I, I could do it, but I haven't bothered. Um, you know, you could always try the challenges, and then you would mm. probably get a little closer oh. at some point. So, uh, but that possibly. would involve going back to the game. <laughs> well, he thinks he's well, now I have to. Now, you're, silly, now you're forcing silly me Wookie. to. Well, with that 2.74 star rating, <laughs> I can tell it's a winner. It's, it's no. look to actually to be honest, I don't mind it. It is a very simplistic, actiony kind of platformy <laughs> type game, um, which it's very simple. It's very basic, but it's fun enough. The other thing I haven't done is that uh, to complete each room, you have to get to a score, and then to unlock the next room, you have to <laughs> earn a certain score. But you can actually get to the, the final boss room without going through all of the rooms in the house. Uh, which again, Elroy, you have you've explored the full house, all of the rooms I have, in the house. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you've, I couldn't get enough of that house. You've gone so. in the attic. You've gone in the garden. You've gone in the cellar. Yeah, everywhere, man. You've uh, yep. found the latrine, whatever it is. You, you've been, I want to make that. I want to make an honest lady out of that that old lady that said the house wasn't <laughs> clean. So you know, um, I wanted to. She. I didn't want her lying about the house being clean. So you cleaned up. Uh, I did. Yeah. But uh, I, here's a little funny note. I think you'll appreciate this. Uh, take a look at the, the completion estimates. Can you find the one person that got really frustrated with this game? <laughs> oh, boy. Now I got to look. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so, so if you look at the completion estimates. Oh, my God. Yeah, four, if one person says 68, four said 8 to 10, seven said 10 to 12. You know, it's, it's like a little very, very... Um, uh, symmetric curve there with peaking at 
10 to 12. And then there's one that said 200 plus. He's like, the hell with this game. It's going to it's gonna take 200 hours to finish those stupid challenges. So mm, Yeah. Uh, no. I think it's the challenges that put me off. I think I finished the game uh, and then I had a go at the challenges and then completely flubbed them and just thought, you know what? Nah, I'm done. <laughs> You know, I, I do. I, I I know what you're talking about because I recall these challenges being really challenging, for lack of a better word. But I've, I'm looking at it now, and it only has a 1.98 ratio. So are we just that bad, or <laughs> or what's going on? Maybe there was a title update and it got easier. This game I, I has know. not been played very much. I was going to say total I've, of 371 yep. people have touched this game, and just under 100 have completed it so i just think it's uh, a distribution question rather than a, um, a challenge question yeah i feel like when yeah. you get these you know like tough as nails indie games most of the people buying them know what they're signing up for and then mm. complete it like i'm sort of surprised yeah. Owoo hasn't played this one like with his eyes closed and one-handed. <laughs> well, Wakas play it, and, and of course, and of course, Wakas. It's, it's those, it's those Swedes. There's something in the water or the air up there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. And he'll probably listen so. to this and then comment in the Discord and say, "Right, yep. it was easy, man. It was easy." <laughs> <laughs> I think you're just on top of these impressions. I was going to say your your Swedish accent, your American accent. <laughs> All right. So, my takeaway is that uh. Chewy, you're not going to go back to this one. You are done with this game. (laughs) But now I feel compelled to. (laughs) Look, look, just like Poltergeist, the house wasn't clean and there was always a sequel, right? There's Poltergeist 2, which is my personal favorite because it's got that really creepy preacher guy and Poltergeist 3, which I haven't seen. So maybe, maybe next time we record, you'll be hearing about Extreme Exorcism 2, the re-exercising. All you got to do is just go jump on some dang spikes like 700 times and just call it a night. That sounds like a really good evening for Elroy and <laughs> yeah, nobody that's a, else. That's like a typical Friday, man. Come on. <laughs> Not to like super derail this, um, but dude, when are you going to be done playing Bomberman? <laughs> this Shoot, has man. been your life for the past eight months. It has been, man. I haven't been able to play my, my damn Xbox forever because... Like, it's a good thing they have so many games that are on Windows now because all I do, I mean, seriously, my my Xbox is constantly running with this stupid thing. But if you'll notice, I'm at 95%. Ooh, so That's going to win you G-Task, uh, right? <laughs> it's going to do something. I don't know what it's going to do. <laughs> it's it's going to wear out at least one Xbox. But at this point, I just need closure in my life on this game. So. All right. Uh, I was just curious it has nothing to do with anything I was just curious I feel like every time I hop online I see Elroy is online playing Super Bomberman (laughs) but anyway uh, Chewy what Mm. you got for me okay Mr. X the Hero uh, you're known around these parts as a bit of an animal lover correct and and by by which I mean you like animals (laughs) you you don't love animals I I assume yeah the 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 option that doesn't put me in jail but go on (laughs) Uh, and you like pandas I sure do. I think I know what game you're getting at. And you like whales? You like I, dolphins? You like uh, what else? What else do you like? What other animals do you like? Uh, I love seals and seals sharks good, and yeah. octopus, <clears throat> octopi. I yeah, guess. octopi. Yeah, narwhals yeah. But, but and puffins. Tell me, why do you why do you hate elephants? <sighs> why do you hate? <laughs> oh man, that was why do you <laughs> why do you hate elephants so much <laughs> that you would spend a day in the presence of a badass elephant and then just walk <laughs> away 
never to return. I have, I'm, of course, talking about Tembo, the badass elephant, which you played on the 2nd of August 2015, earning four achievements. <laughs> I believe completing maybe a level and then, <laughs> and then two or three and then levels. Saying, you know what, elephant, you should just go extinct. I mean, the cover art alone, I mean, plus he's the people's hero. I mean, that's, you did get that achievement. That was one of the four that you did get. Yeah. I like you guys have conspired. Um, <laughs> all right, so actually, funny story. Like, Jen, I think this is that was a good choice. Also, not the game I thought you were going to pick um, when you brought up Animals and Pandas. Oh, wait. Um, you just wait. Uh-oh. Okay. So I bought this game because Game Freak did it. Simple as that. If I see Game Freak, I buy it. It's that easy. They're the people that made Pokemon. Um, Pokemon, that's right. I said it like that. <laughs> for uh, I, thought, I thought it was a gamer. I didn't realize it was a studio. I thought I was like, who's this Game Freak guy? I'm glad he didn't jump off a bridge. But that, no, see, ahead. that's why I explained. I figured Elroy didn't know that. Um, <laughs> I might be completely wrong. I don't know. Maybe one of you guys know. Maybe someone knows. I think this was the first like major published game that Game Freak did that was not Pokemon. So I bought it on that hype alone. Cool, Game Freak. It's going to be awesome. I knew literally nothing about it. Fired <laughs> it up. 2D platformer. Woohoo. Yeah, we know how much I don't like those. So I played through. I got the first. Um, I really think I, I beat more than one level. I think I made it like levels two or three, maybe. I don't know. There's an achievement for getting 99, I believe, peanuts, which is peanut butter, peanut butter jars. Peanut butter okay. jars. Yeah, yeah. And there's a good spot early on, I think there's probably a guide, where you could farm it, and you could just do that, and that could be one of the earliest achievements you got. So I was a, uh, you know, a fledgling achievement hunter back in August 2015, so I started farming that, farming that, farming that. Um, I did get obtained 10 peanut butter jars, farming that, farming that, farming that, and I was like, this sucks, this is... This is bad. Is this what achievement hunting is? Because this is awful. So I stopped <laughs> farming the peanut butter jars, went on and finished the level and said, cool, I'll go I'll go back and farm later. And I I don't know, like, if I couldn't find the spot or, like, is there no level select maybe? But I very much wanted to go back and farm peanut butter jars, and I could not do it, and I just rage quit because that was not the version of achievement hunting that I was into. So that's the funny story is that farming – and doing a repetitive task 99 times uh, was too achievement huntery for me, so I gave it up. Oh, man, yeah. I mean, 100 seems like a ton. I mean, <laughs> I mean maybe, yeah. maybe it's not that great of a story, but <laughs> yeah, maybe, I just think, yeah. like, I don't want to do something 99 times. This is stupid. I'm not going to do this. So I put the yeah, game down. One million times. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. In summary, Tembo is not quite as badass as the name would suggest. <laughs> I... Like I said, I bought the game knowing nothing about it. I'm not a big fan of <laughs> 2D platformers. I love 3D platformers. Give me all of those. But I'm not a big fan of 2D platformers and just was not the game for me. I, I feel like I should go back to it, though. I mean, I still own it, obviously. Um, I think they gave it away on Games with Gold. So the ratio, as I'm looking now, the ratio seems way higher. Maybe I can give this one another shot. That's my story, is I abandoned it because I could not be bothered to farm it. 99 peanut butter jars and and it wasn't pokemon by all accounts it's really easy to do it as well like you just <laughs> i i don't even remember what it was i think you reload the checkpoint and then you die mm -hmm. and then i guess there's two jars so like you get a, a net gain of one i really don't even remember at this point but yeah that was too much for me that was too much work 
could not and be that's bothered. The, that's the second highest ratio uh, achievement in the no, game. No, no, that's, so, yeah. that's a four ratio. Oh, is it? Got that, you'd be laughing. Even just finishing the story, you'd do pretty much all of it, I think. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I will go back to this one. Oh, here it is. I'm looking at the guide. Yeah, replay stage one. There's a couple spots where you can get some really high combos that will add peanut. Yeah, okay. So it was combos. Get you around 30, 40. Take a little time, but it gives you 50 peanuts, so it's worth it. And what is it, like 100 peanuts gets you a jar or something? I don't even remember. But I just remember, this is dumb. What kind of achievement hunting is this? Grinding repetitive tasks for hours on end. So stupid. (laughs) And then I stopped, and that was... Little did I know what the next five years of my life would involve. <laughs> Little did I know. Oh, hindsight. <laughs> yeah, I think I will go back to this one, actually, though. So thank you for the recommendation. Chewy, now i got to ask you the tough questions. Oh. So there is a certain series of games, and you have mm-hmm. completed the entire series, in fact. Mm-hmm. It's not a prestigiously difficult series but you have completed the whole series nonetheless and then and oh shall we say anthology came out and it mm-hmm. included a game from this series that you've completed and you managed to complete every other game in this anthology but you did not complete the one that you'd already completed what I, uh, I, I'm talking about the orange box, of course, and, oh. Oh, and the series <laughs> would be Portal. You have completed all the Portal games. On, again, they're not difficult, but they're, you know, they're impressive. They're fun. It's a good game. You've completed all the Portal games, and yet in the orange box, you're missing four achievements, and three of them mm. are for Portal challenges that I believe you already did to complete the other's Portal stack. Nope. Nope, 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 please, please enlighten us, Mr. Nope, as Chewy nopes on out of here, nope, okay, so, the orange box, to me, I'm one of these people that feels like Half-Life is like one of the game design pinnacles of all time, uh, I played the poop out of that game on PC, loved every second. Uh, Half-Life 2, I think, was fantastic and amazing. And yes, I am also a big Portal fan. Portal, let me, I'm just pulling up the uh, the other Portal pages. Yeah, Portal so 2 Portal and Portal still alive. still alive, which I believe is just the, it's just a port of the first game, right? Yes. So, okay. so it's the same one in the orange box. It's it's the same game, but it's not the same achievements by a long way. Gotcha. Okay. So uh, in Portal Still Alive, which is a two hundred pointer. Oh, uh, Elroy! I heard you. I hear you dying <laughs> over there. Uh, you, I've never played any of these games, and I don't know anything oh about any goodness, of these games. You so so actually would really y'all like are completely on your own on this one. I don't know any orange box, purple boxes, any boxes. I don't know any boxes. You would like the humor like in Portal alone. Portal. Yes. Yeah, yes. This, I, I have no idea any of this stuff. Uh, I've never played a single game of these. Shut up. Whatever's in, yeah, I think you whatever just, is in you this just anthology. Off a lot of our listeners, man. <laughs> <laughs> I have never heard of them really. I've heard of Portal, but I've, Half-Life, not so much. 
I, I really don't even know what that is. To I, be I think you might struggle with Half Life. It's quite first person shooter, and it's it is fairly dated now, to be honest. Um, yeah. But and it's long, and you might get sick of it after a while. Although I think it is a top notch game. Portal, though the first Portal, at the very least, is a very short game, and it's got great humor, great puzzles, great mechanics. And the second one just ups the ante on all of those things, and it's a perfect little package. However, going back to the first Portal game on Xbox, the, the small 200-pointer arcade game Ugh. asks you to uh, complete it. Uh, but most of the actual achievements are just for doing random stuff in the game, uh, random specific stuff that you kind of have to uh, do in specific areas. And yes, it does have advanced uh, chambers, which are the kind of challenges, but all you have to do is to beat them. No, no medal requirements no do them perfectly in any sense whatsoever gotcha in the orange box the portal achievements ask you to do broadly the same thing you finish the game and it has a few actual different achievements in which are quite fun and, and easily done but it also has uh, complete um these advanced portal challenges in bronze silver and gold medals now, to get a medal in these, you have to do three different things. Uh, you have to complete it, uh, I think, in a certain amount of time. I, I'm trying to remember now. A certain amount it's, of steps. It's time, steps. portals used, and steps. Mm -hmm. steps. Yeah. So if I'm looking in one of these challenge rooms and I walk forward, I take a certain number of steps. You have to complete each of those uh, advanced challenges, which are difficult in as few steps as possible using as few portals as possible which means you have to be very very tricksy in your portal usage which when you're dealing with like turrets and moving platforms and stuff is really hard and you have to do it in a certain amount of time those things are a beast and i do not have the skills to even approach doing them uh, for reference well, not with that attitude <laughs> For reference, the original Portal game, Portal Still Alive, uh, is being completed by a fifth of players. 20% of the players who have played it have completed it. On the Portal Advanced Challenges in the Orange Box, 2% of players have completed those. Uh, so that's quite a big point of difference and one that I am never going to achieve. I tried, trust me. I mean, I tried like once a long time ago and gave up very quickly. But... I think that's all. I think the one thing I could get in the orange box, which you might be persuading me to do right now, is, is to replay Half-Life 2 yep. and get those caches. Yeah, so that's the only other one I'm missing in that game, which is, for some reason, I don't know why, when I played through Half-Life 2, and I was getting all of the other achievements. Uh, yeah, There's a lot of them in everything there. Else and they everything else. Everything. Elroy, you would not like the achievement list because it's not... Like your bros of two bros where kill five oh, guys, no. kill ten guys, blow up five oh, cars. Man, I'm looking at, well, no, I'm looking at it and I'm seeing 99 freaking achievements in here. What the Wait, hell, it's man? It's technically three games in one. That's yep. why. So it's a God, bit like, it's, it's, the, it's no like Half-Life Master no Chief way. before that was, oh, no, sorry, Halo Master Chief before that was oh, a thing. Look at me, 10 points achievements. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably some five points. These are some of the best oh, games gosh, ever made. Five points. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, I'm. Uh, I, so I must have, I think, while doing Half-Life 2, missed a cache or two uh, and then didn't kind of go back to get them. I just carried on, plowed on, uh, regardless. Oh, I would love to do another Half-Life 2 playthrough just to get those caches, just because I do love that game so much. So maybe <laughs> I'll do that, but I am... 
oh, could I get the bronze medal in the portal? I don't think I could even get the bronze medal in all the portal challenges. Because if you look, it's not like there's even a big difference between bronze, silver, and gold. Yeah, I was just looking at that. Right? The difference between uh, 4,422, so 4,400 people have bronze, 4,200 have silver, and 39 have gold. So yeah. If you're getting bronze, you may as well get. You might as well get silver, and then you might as well get gold, right? Yeah, yeah. And I think I think I don't even have the the abilities to even get bronze, which is sad. (laughs) It it is sad. Maybe look, but but you got this. You can exercise ghosts, though. (laughs) You got the skills for that. I do. I believe in you, man. I believe in you. Yeah. I mean, oh, no, I, I'm never completing this game. I'd love to because I love it so <laughs> we much. Gave you, we gave you the worst two lists, the worst two to go back to. <laughs> You're like hating your list right now. You're like, my God, give me something to work with. We gave no, you. A- they are great games. You've you've given me the impetus. <laughs> I'm going to go and replay Half-Life 2 right now. Okay. <laughs> you are not. It's only worth five points. <laughs> I don't even make five-point achievements anymore. I don't even know that. I was trying to do some research. I, I wasn't sure how to search for the last five point achievement that was created. Well, it but. comes. It comes because it came from the days when you you could only have a thousand point gamer score, and you know, in in a in a game without any DLC or or add ons or anything. And the cap and, was um, ninety nine achievements. Yeah, so they you know they filled it. Yep, they filled the as, cap. As far as I know, I could be wrong, um, but there are only two three sixty games that actually do have ninety nine achievements. And that's the Orange Box and the Devil May Cry collection with the first three DMC games. Nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> quick quick sidebar before I take away your thunder. Um, and Chewy, I, I think you'll agree with me. Probably one of my proudest achievements, and I believe I've actually mentioned it on the podcast before. Uh, it's not particularly difficult. It's just awesome is Little Rocket Man. Mm. I yeah. that was so clever. Um, yeah, for Elroy and anyone else who doesn't know, basically, right in the very beginning of the game, there's there's just a garden gnome, and in Half Life, you can pick up really almost anything in the environment and and just carry it around. So this achievement is for picking up the garden gnome in the beginning that you don't actually have to pick up. Like there's you have no business picking it up, but you can, and then you carry it with you through the entire rest of the game until right before the <laughs> the ending. Um, but it's not like you just carry it and keep it in your inventory. You have to then put it down and then shoot people and solve puzzles mm-hmm. and then remember to pick it back up and carry it through with you. Yeah. The worst part of it is that it's a whole <laughs> driving segment where you're driving like a buggy. And what you have to yeah, do yeah, is you yeah. have to wedge. You have to wedge the gnome into the buggy in a way that it will stay in when you're driving. But the buggy is like flipping all over the right. place and the, the gnome keeps flying off and you have to go and find it and hope that you haven't lost it. It's brilliant. It is but one of my such favorite a cool, achievements. Yeah. Yeah. And they actually did a, a nod to that in one of the uh, Left 4 Dead games as well. There's, oh, really? there's a similar achievement that, that asks you to do the same thing, but in one of the Left 4 Dead levels, which I thought was a really cool thing as well. That's awesome. It appears that they do still make five-point achievements. Oh, I don't think Elroy listened to anything we've said. He's just been <laughs> hunting for five-point achievements. <laughs> yeah, there's one in Golf with Friends. Ooh, Golf with Fake yeah. Friends. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Bunny parking. Yeah. So, Chewie, you... Uh, You've properly abandoned the portal part, mm. but not half yeah, with, with sadness, I w- I've abandoned the portal part because of my lack of ability. Uh, but Half-Life is doable, and I, yeah, I could, I could, I could see myself going back. No, right. you won't. I'm, I'm sorry. Did I say that? <laughs> Sounds like a 
he got a challenge. <laughs> Speaking of challenges, Chewie, lay it on uh, Elroy. Well, I see. I don't. I don't know if I want to because the thing is with Elroy is he's he's a bit of a crazy guy. Oh no! You know, you could even say he's a bit loco. Oh god! <laughs> this is that stupid cycle game. In fact, you, <laughs> you could say that he's loco cycle. <laughs> uh, Yes, you guys, Mr. with the, the game introductions, I feel, like, inadequate now. <laughs> you, Mr. Elroy, look, LocoCycle is a short game. It's a handful of hours. It's easy. It's fun. It's not the best game ever. I'll admit that. But you could do that in an evening without even thinking. It's it Just, just do it. Why have you not done it? You've done <laughs> nine achievements out of 20, 430. You're, like, literally halfway. Just just do it. Get it done. So so what happened here is, uh, what's with all the, the automobile and driving games all of a sudden, by the way? Why are y'all picking these for me? You know, uh, I didn't actually think of that when uh, Chewie and I shared our <laughs> picks for you. It didn't occur to me that they both had vehicles. Um, you'll notice, uh, if you take a look at when this game was worked upon, you'll notice that it hypothetically was during a time, uh, during a school year, you'll notice that uh, it was probably done kind of near the end of a school year when there was some seniors that had nothing else to do. And you'll notice that uh, I'm sure the, the time stamps on them, if you sit there and figure them out, you will notice that I played this directly in the middle of my work day. So... Um, <laughs> So I know very little about uh, about LocoCycle because I was so busy teaching at the time uh, that I could barely see what I was doing on the screen in front of me. But I honestly don't know anything about this game. I know that uh, there's a motorcycle, and uh, I don't know, like you're supposed to build up streaks and stuff, and that it's allegedly easy. I, I don't know. I've never really... Uh, put my full attention into it let's just say that okay yeah i've never really played this game um <laughs> so maybe i need to because uh you tell me it is so easy uh that it is worth uh i don't know let's see 300 t tad or i got about half of that so not exactly the best investment of uh, my time at this point but uh Sell me on this game. Apparently, you know more about it than I do. Ooh, ooh okay. Chewy, wait, wait, wait. I'm going to give a one line, and then you can do your spiel, but I I suspect you won't need to, because I'm going to get it on Elroy. Hmm. Talking motorcycle, you are stuck by your pants. <laughs> wait, where, where, where on the pants are you stuck? <laughs> the, what would you call that? The, the foot hole. The, the, ankle the pant leg? Yeah. Pant. The pant leg? Yeah, that, you know, that technical part of the motorcycle. <laughs> foothold. <laughs> foothold. Um, no, I, oh my god, I, guess... I was answering the pants. The foothole of your pants. <laughs> You're caught in, I don't know, the... The foothole if your pants the... are stuck in the foothole of the yeah. motorcycle. Yeah. Uh... Right, so, so the game consists of being dragged to death yes. by a motorcycle. Yes, Literally. <laughs> Literally. So, like, like, if you don't beat the stage in time, like, do you, like, your flesh slowly get 
peeled off of your back or what or your front or are you are you face down or face up i'd say i'd say there's a certain amount of suspension of disbelief going on in the game when <laughs> when it involves a talking motorcycle pulling a mechanic along uh literally by the by his pants <laughs> Yeah, you would have, like, hella road rash and be very dead if this was real. Super dead. <laughs> Super dead. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, it. That's it in a nutshell. That's the whole game. <laughs> it sounds uh, kind of silly. I, uh, maybe it's, I, so, it's maybe probably I one of the silliest games I've ever played. Absolutely. It, it is It is fun and silly. I mean, it's made by Twisted Pixel. I don't know if you've done any of their other games. Uh, they did... What did they do? The More. Uh, they the did... More. Gunstringer, Maw, uh, the Maw, Explosion the Man, Explosion Man, yeah, yeah, yeah. So other kind of silly, fun, interesting games. This is one of this was the last game they did, I think, for Xbox, um, and it came around the launch of the one. I think it was one of. I the believe launch. it was a launch title, or very or was, shortly after. I think when they first announced the one in E3, it was one of the trailers they used as part of the announced package. I, I seem to remember. And people got excited because it was Twisted Pixel, but then it kind of didn't meet their expectations quite because it's definitely a kind of a smaller, kind of more arcadey game mm. uh, compared to something that, like Gunstringer, which was a little bit more fully fully formed. But I really like it because it's got silly B-movie cameos from people like Tom Savini and James Gunn and people that you've never heard of. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea who those people are. <laughs> Yeah. Do they do they have pants that get stuck in motorcycles too? Or? No, I mean, okay. Have you seen From Dusk Till Dawn? Uh, yeah. So yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. in From Dusk Till Dawn, there's a uh, a wholesome <laughs> character known as Sex Machine who has a gun. Oh, is he a guy with the the pistol, pistol on the, the buckle? Yeah, yeah. So that's Tom Savini, <laughs> yeah. and he plays one of the villainous nice. biker gang leaders in Motorcycle. Uh, nice. And it's got the voice of. Um, is it Robert Patrick, the the baddie Terminator? Yes. The Ooh, I wouldn't game. have remembered that, but it is indeed mm-hmm. Robert Patrick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, huh. it's great. It's great. Just for that. Just a dawn, man. That was that was that was one of the biggest twists in a movie, wasn't it? I, I had no idea what that movie was about when I went and saw it. <laughs> I was like, oh, this, we're doing this now. Okay. Did you go see yeah. that while you were teaching? I'm noticing a <laughs> no, theme no. here. <laughs> <laughs> no, that one. Uh, that one came out when I was uh, actually in uh, college. So yeah, that one. Uh, uh, I would have been on the other other end of the uh, the educational experience at that point. So man, no, Elroy. When Chewie told me he was picking this game for you, I was like, ah, like how hasn't Elroy finished it? It's five to six hour completion. Um, it's stupid as hell. It's hilarious. It's right up Man, your I'm alley. Have to check this out. Mm. How many hours have I spent on it so far? And it plays. Uh, it plays like a retro kind of game as well. It plays like a retro kind of arcade game, right? Jeez, looks like I've already put six hours into this. Of game. Of course yeah, you I have. To, I need to bear down a little bit here. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm seeing. I'm seeing some pictures of. I, I guess I'm seeing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm seeing the. Uh, the art for the achievements the you know the little boxes and i see a guy being dragged by a motorcycle yep that's that's well you play as the motorcycle so i don't want to say that's you being dragged but that's Uh, sort of so you're the dragger yeah you i guess you follow the narrative of pablo the mechanic who is stuck in iris the motorcycle why is this motorcycle so hell-bent on getting somewhere well if we told you that then you wouldn't want to play it (laughs) oh is there is Pablo a zombie driver? <laughs> no. It has I remember thoroughly enjoying the story for what it is. Again, Chewie, you, you nailed it with a uh, a lot of suspension of disbelief, but it is it's just so 
dumb and like but in a in a good way like there's not a lot of joy in the world today you know hybrid cyber teaching and all that just play a stupid game with a talking motorcycle yeah. and it have is a, good a silly time. it is a silly b movie game <laughs> i i'm looking at my friends list who have played this and it looks like like <laughs> 25 of you have finished it and then there's people like me and fug i thought i just throw <laughs> fug and fug right underneath the motorcycle i threw him no, right under the no. motorcycle fug, fug, and, uh, fug is a boomer he he doesn't get the humor <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah and uh hatton i'm looking at you he's actually finished less of the game than me oh, so for shame yeah and Jables, he it man. wasn't a sports game he thought it was a cycling game but it was that's, yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious plus all his 90 hats blew off as being dragged by the motorcycle yeah so there's other people that have sucked worse at this game than me apparently so yeah no i don't know i think or give this one a shot like genuinely start it over because you're gonna you'd hop in in the middle you don't know what you're doing just do a fresh start and just enjoy the crap out of it all right fair enough uh, I I may have to put this on the uh, um, you know the back burner until a certain uh, contest is over, but I shall uh, I shall I shall. Uh, so next eventually. week then. I mean when the contest <laughs> yeah, is over. I get very, for you, man. After this morning, man, there ain't no guarantees, man. That's crazy. That stupid thing. All right. Well, I hate to drag this on a little bit longer, but Let's see what I did there. So I feel like that. that um, was, yeah, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Yeah, I see. Uh, so let's see what uh, you got your footholds stuck in. So, Mr. X, it would appear that uh, you're pretty good at, at fighting games, right? Yeah, you, you pride yourself, uh, you know, KI and all that. You okay, know, you, I have you, some blaster, ideas blaster, on where you're going blaster, with this. Blaster. I mean, you're, you're really good at those fighting games and everything. And so it would behoove me to know... Uh, why exactly the fusion between two of your joys in life, fighting games and pandas? That's right. It's the game you probably expected earlier. <laughs> it Why is actually is the it? game I expected earlier. <laughs> but yet it still remains abandoned. Kung Fu Panda Showdown <laughs> of, legendary of Legendary Legends. Legends. And those who are not a legendary legend, which is... In fact, you, because you have not even played this. You have, according to your tracker, finished 26 matches. So That's it, 26. So uh, if you paid full price for this game, uh, it's about $2 a fight, maybe? $2.5 <laughs> $2. a fight? Well, it's, so. it's funny that you mentioned paying full price, actually. This one is, well, there's like a longer story, actually. Um, but this game had a demo, and I... Everything you see, I got in the demo. Mm. Mm. Oh, controversial. Oh, so. yeah. So you can, you could weirdly, you could do online. Apparently, you can actually get all the online achievements from the demo, including like the master rank and master panda online mm. ranking. And the only thing you can't do is you only have access to, I believe, two characters. You can play as Poe and uh, the the master's name. I already forget what it is. Mm. No, no help. The, the <laughs> shoot, Hoffman. man, it's like that little yeah, the rat weird creature. I don't, even, I don't even know what the name of that animal is, to be honest, man. <laughs> um, it's, it's like a weird. But yeah, you have you have two characters thing. and two levels to choose from. So if you'll notice, there's an achievement for playing on four different levels. I don't have that one because it wasn't in the demo. There's play practice. Shifu. I couldn't. 
Master Shifu. Master Shifu, that's it. Mm, like, play the practice yeah. mode. I can't get that one because it's not in the demo. You, um, you know, use 20 different awesome attacks. I can't do that because I think each character only has four and there's only two characters. I could have gotten the, like, win 50 matches and time matches and KO opponents and all that, but the loading times were so atrociously bad that, yes, it's a fighting game. <laughs> yes, it has a freaking panda in it. Yes, it's easy achievements. Yes, I was an achievement hunter at the time, and I could not be bothered to sit through those loading screens. It's uh, available for $12.95, free shipping, you know, if you wanted access to all of the... Uh... <laughs> The character. Well, here's the the follow up to that. Um, I'm actually <laughs> interested in getting it. Honestly, if it's that cheap, uh, when it was yeah. delisted, it was one of those we knew it was going to be delisted. So I was like, oh, okay, I'll wait for it to go on sale. It's going to go on sale anytime now. <laughs> oh man, we got like a month left before it's delisted. Surely it'll be on this Monday. No, next Monday. Oh, it's delisted and it's not on sale. And it wasn't like a hot ticket item so they didn't make that many physical copies of it so i remember just fight like at gamestop it was like 60 bucks ebay 45 dollars and 10 dollars shipping amazon like 70 dollars new and i wasn't paying that i i could not be bothered not even for a fighting game not even for a panda <laughs> i was not paying 60 dollars for kung fu panda showdown of legendary legends but if it's 13 bucks i'll pick it up for 13 bucks Free shipping, man. Yeah, and uh, yeah, there's a uh, the reason I knew knew about this game so much is it was a little gem I found for last year's uh, G test, uh, which is oh, yeah, look at you. that. Yeah, the uh, the Master Panda and the Master Mantis, all that you can do it fairly easily. There's like a really good guide for it where you can get pick it up, and that that alone's worth a thousand TAD. But along the way, you'll get real close to uh, KO and a thousand opponents. So there's another two hundred. So um, yeah, and win two hundred matches and all that. So there's a really good chunk if you're in the contest uh, that you can get uh, just from playing this game. So you'll notice that <laughs> the people that have won all those higher uh, ratio achievements, you'll see myself, <laughs> Tommy, and uh, uh, Rocker Dude. Uh, all three of us. Um, we we made the rounds on it. Rare Rocker and I ran our our little uh, poor nephews on it to death, and uh, and uh, Tommy he had one too. Uh, the whole team was just running this like constantly, so it, it made its rounds uh, through the team. So, uh, but yeah, so if you're interested in that, getting that ratio up a little bit, and and just setting something up that uh, sits there and eats <laughs> up a, about. I don't know. I think it took about fifteen hours or ten hours, something like that. I forget. So well, it's it's funny. It's child's child's play. <laughs> if you look at the ratios, I'm clearly not the only person who just got what they could out of the demo because playing on four different levels, only a third of players have done that, and it has a one point seven four ratio just for playing on four different maps. If you go up to the twelve different levels, fifteen percent have completed, and it has a two point five six ratio. <laughs> So the ratios on this are very inflated just because people did like I did, get what I can out of the demo, and Sounds anyone who buys it, you know, it was so high. like enter practice yeah. mode, literally just enter practice mode from the main menu, 1.9 mm. ratio just because it's not in the demo. So, <laughs> so yeah, it's, okay. it's, I'm definitely not the only one who did that, but that's, that's my story is, is I, I don't know. I guess my love for pandas is not enough 
to buy to buy the game. So if anyone yeah. on the Discord happens to have a spare copy of Kung Fu Panda Showdown of Legendary Legend <laughs> Showdown of Legendary Legends lying around, uh, they should just uh, ship it your way, huh? Yeah, yeah, I'll pay for shipping and what was it? Thirteen bucks? I'll, I'll compensate you 12, for it. Twelve, twelve ninety-five. Okay, so, so that's, thirteen bucks. That's real savings. That's real savings <laughs> and uh, free shipping. Whew. I mean, yeah. And what is this? Amazon or some weird Elroy uh, raccoon eBay, site? eBay man. eBay, eBay man. man. See, that's honestly that's the most surprising part of all this is I looked into it and when did it go? When was it removed? Can I find the TA article real quick? Uh, delistings, <laughs> December two thousand eighteen. Yeah. Um, it was delisted January 1st and we knew about it for, yeah, over a month, I guess. So Hmm. all of this, uh, talk of Kung Fu Panda and old abandoned games from the past has got me remembering one of my favorite, uh, Kung Fu Panda quotes, which is, uh, that there is a saying, yesterday is history. Tomorrow is a mystery, but today is a gift. That's why they call it the present. Yeah, you can get X a present for twelve ninety five. I mean, that's only like free shipping. Free shipping. That's only like what six pounds? <laughs> What's the exchange rate anymore? Uh, it's uh, ten Scottish pounds. <laughs> the Scottish pounds. I forgot about them. All right. Well, I had fun with that. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm so glad that we picked such great games for one another, and then we all just gave Chewy the leftovers. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, Elroy, it's it's remember he's the esteemed colleague and you're just the leftover, so we had to make yeah. you feel special. I'm esteemed, you're ensleeved. <laughs> you're unsteamed. <laughs> yeah, gave me all these racing games and we gave him a load of crap too. So yeah. So you made that and then we gave you a game you don't even own. So we just <laughs> we just really we just really excelled today. We good job, guys. Go team. Great job. Go team. <laughs> Well, hopefully you guys enjoyed the uh, the second episode of Abandonment Issues, and uh, I don't know any any parting words from you guys. This house is clean. <laughs> My spoon is too big. Also, top three ties I own: <laughs> silver paisley, black paisley interlaced with checkers, and solid Ooh. gray. Uh. If only I had three flash drives sitting on my computer over there. The red one, the orange one, and the blue one. Not to be confused with the crappy orange box. I'm still not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye. See ya. Welcome to Waka's Weird Wonders. I'm Waka Pale, and today I'm going to tell you about the Riot Simulator Anarchute, which has 25 achievements worth 1000 gamer score and 3300 TA. In Anarchute, the Northern Hemisphere, and possibly the entire world, has been united under one rule. The populace is governed by a police state, which is maintaining peace and order. In the city of Paris, you start off as one lone troublemaker who has had enough of the government and decides to liberate the city or at least beat up some cops and vandalize the streets. This troublemaker soon finds other like-minded individuals and your petty vandalism quickly grows into a riot. As you play, you find others willing to join your cause, standing in the streets or locked up by police. It is no wonder they are locked up. As soon as you rescue them, they start 
picking up any loose objects, including cars, and throws them at the police. Once the crowd gets big enough, they even topple houses. As the story progresses, riots spread across the world. If Anarchute sounds dystopian and gritty, you'd be half right. Anarchute is rated E10 for fantasy violence. The graphics are cartoony and colorful, its music is upbeat, the cops look vaguely like stormtroopers and you play as anthropomorphic animals. There are many different creatures to recruit and you can decide which ones to use but they all behave the same way, which is forming a mob, trashing the city and murdering cops. You always control one mob and it plays a bit like carrion, with parts of the mob sometimes ending up where they shouldn't be. The mob automatically picks up anything they can carry and you can throw it at whatever is in your path. Being physics based, this sometimes does not work as you'd hope, as the crowd is a bit unpredictable. Anarchute is hard to classify, TA lists it as action, but I'd say it's more of a strategy game. It has light stealth elements and careful planning is required to earn its S ranks, which are tied to the only truly difficult achievement in the game, Master Rioter. At the moment, the achievement's 150 game score is worth 1200 TA, meaning a ratio above 8. While many of the other achievements have high ratios, they are not very difficult to unlock. The levels are usually a few minutes each, and you are scored by time, mob size at the end of the level, and cops downed. To earn a level S rank, you have to S rank at least two of the categories, mob size and cops downed, usually being the easiest categories. As mentioned, the achievement list is fairly easy and straightforward, apart from the S ranks, which I've yet to unlock. There are very few guides out there, but you hardly need them, as most achievements are fairly self-explanatory. Just going through the levels your first time will likely take you around 8 hours, unlocking all achievements except from Master Rioter. With level select, it is easy to find any missing creatures, none of them are very well hidden, or get the miscellaneous achievements you might have missed. Getting the S ranks for the completion will likely take you at least 15 hours, but might take longer. Unfortunately, Anarchute suffers from some technical issues. Nothing major, but it did crash a few times on me. On the flip side, there's a glitch where you can get the unlockable power-ups without paying for most of them. $15 is a fair price for Anarchute. There's nothing quite like it and it offers plenty of fun and varied levels to romp through. I would highly recommend it if it gets discounted. Have a nice day everyone! Uh, www.onlyfans.com slash ah101. I'm sure Dino Bowl will, be, will sign up for it.